I'm bad with audio, though, in principle. I should probably take a class. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of that, let's let's wait, like... Until the food gets here? To... Well, no. Let's wait, like, ten seconds of silence. Room okay. noise. And then I can just take it out. I can use that to remove extra room noise. Okay. Well, you ruined it. Uh, All right, 10 seconds starting now. Hate watch, great watch. Hate watch, great watch. Hate watch, great watch. I hate them all, but I just can't stop. Hate watch, great watch. Hate watch, great watch. Hate watch, great watch. I love them all, but I just can't stop. I love it. I hate it. I love it. a bit uh no do you no 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 there's not I, there's almost an idea about like saying that we're like we're not your regular podcast we're your other podcast okay and kind of talking like the way dad does but no, make up a song about it doesn't really <laughs> that's a thing um john hodgman is the voice of other father mm-hmm. and uh, apparently, when you combine John Hodgman singing to uh, uh, music and lyrics by... Um, it's actually They Might Be Giants. They were going to do 10 songs as a soundtrack for the film, and then they mostly got cut because they were going in a darker direction. Uh, oh, wait, really? This, yeah, because they only ended up using that song and maybe one other, but mm. there were a bunch more that they had produced for this film and then they were like oh we're gonna go in a darker direction so they cut most of oh what get that album dropped wait wait, so the movie was darker than the songs or the songs were darker than Um, the movie the movie was darker than the songs and it was that so they actually went through a bunch of different like changes during the like pre-production phase of this because it was originally going to be a live action film starring dakota fanning and then they were like, oh, so we're actually going to make it stop motion. I think I knew that. Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, I looked up who did the music because I was like, that sounds a lot like They Might Be Giants. And it's credited to a guy named Bruno Coulet yeah, and Brian Eno. Which, I mean, Brian Eno makes sense because uh, he's worked with uh, Henry Selick, mm-hmm. the director and stuff before. And yeah. Tim Burton is, I guess they're like BFFs. They, For sure. He does every Tim Burton movie. So, uh, so that made sense. I don't know who uh, Bruno Coulet is by name. But yeah, I thought that song really sounded like They Might Be Giants, and I was like, oh, I guess when you combine, you know, John Hodgman's singing voice and, like, Brian Eno and Bruno Coulet, it just becomes They Might Be Giants. But apparently it just was, so that's weird. We're ready to talk about this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I also did a Caroline count. Oh, how many times they call her Caroline? Yeah. And also, for each transition, I thought it was really cool looking. Do you get uh, called by the wrong name? Yeah. I've gotten Kylie Miley. Um, Miley? Once on a start, like, especially at Starbucks. They love doing <laughs> Kylie. But um, I remember seeing, like, Miley. I'm like, like Cyrus? <laughs> oh, I guess. I'm like, I don't think I've ever, like, known a Miley. Me either. Miley, Miley. Nope. No. Do you, uh, do you get wrong name ever? I got Alice once, but it was when I had moved to North Carolina, and it was uh, my teacher... Uh, calling me that on the first day in one of my classes. Yeah. So that's literally how everybody knew me after that. And I was like, God damn it. You see, you look at it like, oh, they're getting my name wrong. You should have looked at it as brand new start. I'm Alice now. And Alice chews gum 
is right-handed. Yeah. Perhaps. That's the ex- that's She's an extensive football gambler. <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> it's, it's that episode of uh, Bob's Burgers where they have to yeah. keep track. And- it. Yeah, it's Dina. <laughs> What's it like? Her bow is on the other side, or whatever. Yeah, she like, moved her, like her barrette. Yeah, <laughs> you were like, "Oh, thanks, Dina." She's like, "My name's not. I'm Dina." <laughs> Get ready, boys. I'm Dina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that fucking. She's great. Yeah. She uh, likes putting no. herself out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just sixteen and angry. Uh, I get Connor a lot. I guess because I mumble when I talk to people. Yeah, hi, I'm going to the hunter. Like Connor, I'm like, sure, I don't care. Um, don't there was Connor. somebody that worked at the movie theater, but before I met this person, they were like. What's your friend's name? Honor? Honor? I, yeah. I feel like I but, might but, have heard that before in but something, fr- but for girls. Well, my friend James was like, yes, yes, our friend who is a character from a JRPG. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, right. He's not? <laughs> but I but get- yeah, also, you have hair like you're in a JRPG. Sometimes, on the good days. I will say, especially, like, teachers and stuff that I've had in the past that weren't, like, English speaking, they love to call me Relay. Relay. Oh, relay. Yeah. That's yeah. very good. Yeah. I'm like, Relay? Relay? And I'm like, it's Riley. And they're like, oh, okay, sorry, Relay. I'm like, it's fine. I had a science teacher who was from China, and he had an affectation where he would start sentences sometimes with, eh. But so when he was telling everybody <laughs> to shut up, he would go, eh, listen, eh, listen. And I'd be looking around, like, because it kind of sounds like my name. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, no, he's just doing that thing again. Yeah. Uh, I had a Russian uh, substitute teacher who re- he straight up told us, he's like, I will, I refuse to learn your names. He's like, I will call you by what is uh, on your shirt. All day he was just like, yes, uh, you little dots and stripes. You do this thing. You do that. And he was like, you know, so who wants to answer a question? Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein. You answer question. Like stuff like that. And like, do you remember what your shirt was? Uh, uh, we we had him for a week or something, so. Oh. But knowing it, that it was seventh grade, it was some nerd shit. It was probably Batman. Uh, you Batman. Yeah, Please you, answer the question. Hey, you fat Batman, come up here. <laughs> you divide. Do division. Fat Batman. So we were talking about names. Yeah. So let's introduce ourselves. Oh. What a coincidence. I'm Hunter Bush. I'm Allison Yakulis. And our guest today. Is Riley O'Neill. And we are Hate Watch, Great Watch. You're watching a movie with friends podcast. Live from the Yellow Kitchen. Live from the Yellow Kitchen Studios. Hello, excellent humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, what movie, Riley, did you bring us today? I brought us a childhood favorite of mine and also adult favorite, Coraline. From? Uh, 2009. Nine? Yeah. It's oh, okay. been 10 years. Yeah. God, I feel old. Ah. Uh... I was no longer a child when this movie came out. So. Oh, yeah, you were like a childhood favorite. And I was like, so. did this not just come out? <laughs> but, yeah, no, I was a wee little lad. Uh, so, yeah, what um, we sent you the list of possible movies, and you could movies. pick from almost yeah. any movie in the universe. We have access to a lot of things. So Why like... didn't you pick one of the 800 other physical media? <laughs> well, yeah, what, what specifically uh, about this? I kind of just wanted an excuse to talk about Coraline yeah. for an hour because nobody will sit through me doing so just on a regular basis so why not force your lovely viewers to listen to me your wonderful listeners 
to hear about me just yell about Coraline for yeah. Yeah, just so everybody so. knows, we expect when you're listening to this, you have your eyes closed and you don't do anything. Or yeah. you do things with your eyes closed. Better stay still, keep your hands in your lap, and shut up. But yes, Coraline. I didn't take a ton of notes, but I took some. Um, I mean, right off the bat, this movie's gorgeous. Everything about it looks amazing. Oh yeah. my god. Um, they did a ton of crazy stuff because it's all like... It's mostly practical effects. They did a little bit of like digital retouching. Yeah, it's, it's stop motion yeah. with... Yeah, digital thing because there'll there'll be stuff where like someone is jogging and they're not touching a surface, so like they're on wires, but they remove those. You know, it's it's yeah. Leica. They did uh, Paranorman, and they uh, after this they did the Box Trolls and uh, Kubo. Yes, Kubo and the Two Strings. Mm-hmm. After that, um, and one of those Bigfoot ones, what Missing Missing Link. Yeah, Missing Link. They did Missing Link. Yes. Um, and their animation is always top Which notch. I think we've seen all but that last one. Yeah, we didn't see that. We saw the other big small foot. foot. Small foot. That was not good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I love Sasquatch, so mishandling a Sasquatch story is like uh. it's so hard to do. Well, they had that really good one with uh, fake Bigfoot with. Uh, Are you talking about Harry and the Sh- Hendersons? No, Michael Shannon. Oh, um, Pottersville. Yeah, Pottersville is very good. Yeah, I got inordinately excited at the mention of Harry and the Hendersons because <laughs> it's just. Movie's great. I know. It's the movie's so good. really good. Have you seen Harry and Hendersons album? I don't think I have. It's real good. Yeah. John Lithgow. I know. I, I love him. John Lithgow. I love 10 John out Lithgow. Ten recommend. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the same guy in the Harry suit that played the Predator. Interesting. <laughs> Into it. I forget his name. But, oh, I um, love that so much. Yeah, he was like seven foot something or whatever. So like, I'm pretty sure that's him. In there. They're like perfect. And uh, mm. if I'm not mistaken, Rick Baker did the the Harry. Nice suit effects and everything. Yeah, it was really good, Harry. It's really good. It's a great creature design. He's hairy. Um, Very good. But yeah, the animation here is great. Um, it's it's not only like really good for stop motion, because Henry Selleck, who directed this, did um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. And there's which... touches of that in here. Sure. Oh, uh, in a couple of like the designs, I definitely... Yeah, he's also credited as a production designer on it, So because mm-hmm. I'm sure he did a million sketches and character designs. Sure, and of course. Um, I actually don't know the lineage of Coraline. I know it was a book... But I yes. don't know if it was illustrated before it production was, began on this. I think, unless the edition I have is illustrations based on the film. But I feel like they were different enough that there was, like, source material Sure, that's, that's yes. what I meant. Like, I wasn't sure how much of, like, Coraline's look or the look of, like, the house or anybody else in it yeah. was, yeah. Uh, was that. I um, do was not from... remember who did illustrations, though. And I don't have the book here with me, so I can't check. <laughs> From what I know about the book and the movie, the movie is much more whimsical than the book is. Yeah, the book is, is, uh, it's shorter. There's a lot less Mm -hmm. um, to it. And mm -hmm. it's kind of like a bedtime story kind of vibe. Yeah, and it's a lot scarier just from the jump. Like, there's no tiny little door in the fun tunnel. It's like, oh, this shit's breathing. And this door is like the size of three Coralines. Yeah, it's creepier uh, throughout. Before we start recording, I said I've never read it, but I did get to skim through a copy of the graphic novel in uh, the comic book shop on South Street. Before. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Atomic City. Yeah. Oh, you know, place. I just found it. Um, It's Dave oh. McKean did the... Uh, oh, the illustrations mm-hmm. recorded? Yeah. God, I love Dave yeah. McKean. Ugh. Um, So he's like a big uh, comic book artist and stuff, and he also worked on uh, The Sandman. Oh, yeah. He Neil did Gaiman a bunch of Neil Gaiman and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So Neil he did. Uh, he directed Mirror Mask, which is a good, pretty good, interesting movie, visually. Oh. Oh, fun. Yeah. Right. I saw it in theaters. 
Um, but it, I didn't see the whole thing because at the time I was in college, so I was functionally a narcoleptic. So anytime I stopped moving for more than 10 minutes, I fell asleep. So I watched about half that movie and then passed the fuck out. And then I woke up and saw the last half hour, so I think I missed like 30 minutes in the middle or something. Watched the rest of it later. It's very good. Yeah, there's definitely some visual stuff that's similar. So yeah, Henry Selleck, some of his stuff looks a lot like Burton stuff and is, you know, very yeah. Burton worldy. Yeah, because like in the beginning... Um where we have like the hands constructing the Coraline doll, all the burlap and stuff remind me of like the Oogie Boogie character. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's in... some Oogie Boogie stuff at the very end. Yeah. Her, uh, the other mother's like lair. Yeah. Really Ooh. reminds me of. Oh, yeah. That too. Really reminds the, me yeah, of. Yeah, all Oogie the Boogie. neon and. The spider stuff. web floor yeah. dropping yeah. away. Yeah. And uh, that it's like, a, mm-hmm. a, I don't know, a, a. The Beatles. Dodecahedron shape or whatever. Yeah. The 12 sided, you yeah. know chamber yeah and it like the way it's shot where it sort of just keeps rotating around it yeah mm-hmm. was very oogie boogie um, um yeah. and then the uh garden has jack-o'-lanterns that look a lot like the mayor oh yeah i yeah. didn't notice yeah. that that's cool yeah um i thought the three ghosts uh the smiley face the mayor which you don't see very frequently but yeah yeah town meeting yeah town meeting tonight ding, ding, ding. Yeah, the kids definitely look like like same silhouettes as the ones in. Uh, yeah, except oh, yeah. except for the one is a little fatter in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Sure, yeah, and, and also a boy. Yeah, the two the two boys in this are like the same basic size and shape. There's only one boy. There's oh only, wait, no, yeah, there's, there's one two boy boys and two in girls Nightmare. of the ghost kids. In this, yeah, there's it was like that three ghosts. Yes, yeah. there's three ghosts. Pioneer two of them girls. Are girls. Oh, yeah. and one of them's a little boy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the, the the one girl and the one boy have the basically the same silhouette and size and then the one is taller right yeah i yes. think that the uh one little girl is slightly taller than the little... yeah he, she is because at the end they were like in a yeah. size but yeah basically but yeah like so as opposed to in nightmare before christmas when they're mm-hmm. it, one is like small i mean they all have giant weird heads and then the one was real chubby yeah. and then the, the thin witch yeah, yeah it's like triangle yeah. square circle oh yeah. i don't know if i noticed that yeah. also it's been a while since i've seen nightmare before christmas i mean also looking forward into like uh like films yeah. um box trolls had like some things that felt like some things here especially well with... i don't know how much uh did i don't know how much uh Selleck worked no but it could have been other designers doing yeah, yeah. other work Similar um, stylistic because stuff, yeah. especially um mr bobachet Babinski. Babinski? Yeah, Babinski. Okay. He's very, okay, he's very um, chubby, paunchy, but has very spindly little legs. He's got he a big like round him. body yeah. and then spindly arms and legs. He looks it like a K-pop. Me, yeah. It reminds yeah. me a lot of the uh, designing in uh, the Box Trolls. Yeah, some of the Box mm-hmm. Trolls are oh. definitely like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. It's very, like, interesting. Yeah. Dynamic, not just your cookie cutter. I feel like animation... Like, when you're lazy with it, they all look the same. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it, it gets... I mean, like, there's a like a joke, kind of, about the Pixar face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is that every character has the same face just put on... Like, now right. it's on a fish. Now it's on Woody. Now it's on... But it's just that... Those dimensions. Yeah, those big eyes. Yeah, nobody ever has, face. like, a longer nose or a, a narrow mouth, a wide mouth, a yeah. big jaw. Like, they don't do drastic changes right. what's the other crazy thing that like Leica does is both Coraline and her mother have the same nose but it's like kind of crooked to the right yeah. which is or left one side yeah. stage left and it's yeah. such a weird little detail but it's like they but, both have it yeah, yeah and that's the kind of thing that you get when you're building a physical thing yeah this was 
stop motion. Yes. Uh, like we said, like augmented with CG to remove yeah. wires or poles yeah. or whatever. But uh, for, and, and yeah, it was also some... uh, one of the earliest like use of three D printing for doing stop motion animation because oh, they yeah. they did that for uh, Coraline's face oh. and stuff. They made a bunch of different, like, faces for her to have different expressions, yeah. but it was done with a 3D printer, and uh, it kind of, like, clipped on to wow. it, yeah. so they used uh, digital retouching to take away the seam. Yeah, of it's insane to where... see the, like, palette of um, just all of her face facial expressions. Mm -hmm. It's kind of creepy, but That's also cool. it's super cool looking. Yep. But yeah, um, they do a lot of really interesting stuff too, <laughs> animation-wise, and and like there's dust on the cars and things that looks oh, yeah. amazing. Looks... Um, they do reflections. There's, oh yeah, there's, there's surprising mm, detail. Yeah, it's... there's really good atmospheric things like smoke and yeah. you know whatever. Which some of that I'm sure is CG and yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to me though how lifelike everything is. Like yeah. especially like in the way the characters move, even like the way they like shoot certain scenes. You're just sort of like, oh, this is like a live action movie, except it's not because they are most definitely not real people. Right. Yeah, that was my other big note. Was mm -hmm. this actually has direction? Right. Which mm -hmm. is hard to do in stop motion because yeah. you don't want your camera to move. Mm -hmm. Because you want everything to look like it is not moving while you move these characters a tiny bit at a yeah. time and make them look like they're walking or talking or whatever. But, like, in this, there are there are push-ins, there are mm. zooms, there's yeah. pullbacks, there's rotating camera mm. things, there's, like, a yeah. pan down the stairs. Yeah. At one point, it's, like, it's, uh, it's, it's great. And, like, it's not constant. It's not as much as you would get in, quote-unquote, a real movie, but, like, a live-action movie. It, although I've seen live-action stuff where there's not nearly as much direction as that. You oh, know? yeah, Kevin so... Smith films. You've seen <laughs> Kevin Smith films. I love Kevin Smith as a person, but as a director, it's he just goes, can you see everyone who's talking in the, in the frame? And somebody goes, yeah, and he goes, all right, that's fine. They're shot kind of like sitcoms. Yeah. Where you yeah. have, like, three cameras, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, like no, but this like had very dynamic direction, which there's some of that in, in Paranorman. I haven't seen that in a while as well. And there's some of it in Box Trolls, and yeah. there's a lot of it in Kubo. Kubo is very cinematic. Yeah. Because Kubo has, like, those action fight scenes, fight scenes yeah. right? And it's shot like, it's it's it really, really well mimics those mm -hmm. big, like, you know, kung fu movie fight scenes. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, it's just super impressive. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. something like I feel like has always been very good with is yeah, making God. their movies, like not just making them pieces of animation, but like full fledged films. But yeah. it's like direction, art, everything is just on point. Yeah, as we are recording this, I have a, a full size movie, you know, theater poster of Kubo and the Two Strings because yes. I love it. Yes, it's gorgeous. Um, God, yeah. I love. I, I really love Leica, all their output. I like a Leica. Word. Is that my? That's my button. Sure. It's a little, hey, it's a me, Mario. I like a Leica. But... Did you just say button? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to make so many buttons. When I started this podcast, my idea was I'll make a t-shirt for each episode with, like, a funny thing. And you can just buy it. If you like that episode, buy a t-shirt of that episode. But now I'm like, eh, I mean, I could do that. That's a lot of work, though. I can make buttons in my, you know, bedroom. <laughs> mecha like a high, mecha like a like a low. What? Ho? What? <laughs> Fine. No. no. Back to the drawing board, zombie. <laughs> Damn. We'll get there. Yeah, like us, animation. Just like this film is just beautiful. It is. It's it's seamless too. It like I don't know because well, they digitally took out. But no, I mean like even in and I love uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, but mm -hmm. even in that you can see, you know, 
stuff yeah. like wiggling and stuff yeah, between yeah. takes and like not much it's actually only i noticed it one time in Coraline, um when she's in the department store with her mother it's actually the gloves that she wants to buy. Yeah. If you look at the gloves, uh, one of the fingers kind of, like, wiggles a little bit in between, like, the takes. Mm-hmm. I guess they were, like, fine-tuning them. But that's the oh. only thing I noticed in it that was, like, oh, this moved. It shouldn't have moved. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. I would never have noticed that until you said something. Yeah, I just, I happened to be, I was like, oh. Because yeah. I hadn't seen this in a couple of years. I forgot about the gloves as, like, a through line. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was like, because everything else in that department store is very gray, very, you know, medium tone colors and then the gloves yeah. are warm they draw your eye yeah. so i was looking at him and it was like ee. much like Coraline in the real world all throughout the movie oh yeah which is a really like kind of fun thing i think like i did with like the uh, juxtaposition between real world and the like other world is like the colors because the real world it's like super dull it's super gray but it's not lifeless like it feels like real like it immerses you okay so do you want to give a like one brief paragraph description of the plot of Coraline for I anybody do. who's not who hasn't seen it yet we always recommend you see the movie if you're going to listen to us talk about it but yes. at worst when we're done you're like oh, I really want to see that and you'll go see it now but uh so if you haven't Riley will explain it to you now all right okay so basically Coraline is about a young girl and her family moving into this apartment uh, called the Pink Palace in, uh, I believe, Washington from... Uh, I think they say Oregon. It, I was going to say Oregon. Yeah. Basically, it's yeah. say. Um, but from the... Yeah, Pacific Northwest. Yeah, exactly. Sorry to all of our Washingtonian or Oregonian listeners who are mad about getting lumped together. <laughs> I mean, you do it to our area, so yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's true. But um, her family moves to Oregon from Michigan to the Pink Palace. And while there, Coraline finds this small little door that leads to this other world that is super bright and colorful and fun, as opposed to her actual world where she feels like she's being ignored, especially by her parents and everybody around her, where it's just boring. She can't do any of the stuff that she likes. But in the other world, there's the other mother, another father who love her and want to do all the stuff that she thinks is fun, like playing in mud and etc. And it turns out to be a kind of trap uh, because all throughout the movie, Coraline's being told like, hey, maybe you should watch out for that place. It's, it's a little sus, don't you think? She's like, it's fine. I'll just bounce if shit goes bad, which she tries, but it's know. too late. Exactly. Yeah. By the time she figures it out, the other mother has shown her true colors of wanting to sew buttons into her eyes, because everybody has button eyes, and basically eating her soul, because the other mother is actually a kind of witch who, in order to survive in this small little pocket dimension, has to eat the souls of children. And it's basically documenting Coraline's experience with this other world and her eventual escape from it and appreciation for what she does have and i'm the worst at summarizing no that was very good yeah that was pretty succinct okay um so when we talk about the her mother or Mm -hmm. her other mother that's what we're referring to is you know the other mother is in this other world which is yeah a tiny little pocket dimension that the bell dam bell dam is just a word that means witch it's another yeah it's an old english term yeah for Old woman or old crone woman or crone or, or, yeah. or hag or whatever. Um, actually, the thing she is all the that above. she looks through is uh, 
I know it as an adder. It's yeah. also called a serpent's egg. Yeah. Um, but I looked it up to see if there was any other, and uh, it, one of the names is also a hagstone. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's, I, uh, it's... I tried to like Google search for what that was called, and I didn't get any good response. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a uh, it's a charm <clears throat> in <throat> Irish, Celtic, you know, that kind of, and, mm-hmm. and, and some English, and, and kind of all that area. Yeah, because um, yeah. it has all these different names and. Right. It's linked to different things, but usually it's a stone um, with a naturally occurring hole in it. In, in the in Coraline, it's not naturally occurring. It's carved for her, but that's fine. But um, it's a stone with a naturally occurring hole, and you look through it, and looking through it uh, dispels magic from things like, uh, you know, fairy glamours, where yeah. you know, they appear as different things. And sure. um, it can show yeah. you where hidden things are, and blah, 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 which is what she uses it for yeah. in this. Um, when trying to find the eyes of the ghost children yes. in their little game. Yeah, but there's also parts of it in Legends where, like, it's, because uh, I said it's called, like, a serpent egg, um, mm-hmm. and you can throw it into water and, uh, like, a, a, a serpent or an eel or a sea monster, or depending on what the myth is, will, like, appear there. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah depending on, yeah. So. Yeah, which... Is actually, like, I feel like Neil Gaiman, with this story and, like, everything, uh, was choosing, taking a lot from fairy, fairy folklore. Oh, yeah. And, oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, like... That is it's, basically his brand. It right. basically starts <laughs> with a fairy ring. Yeah. yeah I was going to yeah. say, like, the well is kind of like a fairy ring of itself. And yeah, it's just, surrounded by the little mushrooms. Yeah. yeah, and it's just fun to watch the movie through that lens of, like, knowing fairy folklore. Like, I would... Yeah. Honestly, suggest Googling it and then just being like, oh, no, don't eat anything they serve you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you eat something in the fairy world, you're stuck there. Yeah, well, which, I, mean, I even knew that thing... from Greek folklore. Yeah, right. I was going to say, that's yeah. a thing in Greek and mm-hmm. Roman. That's a thing yeah. in um, uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you're in a dodgy place and, like, it seems if like shit... there's magic happening, don't eat anything. Yeah. Just start. Listeners, if, if shit has just gotten real magical, kind of out of nowhere, don't eat nothing. It's gonna go bad. Literally. <laughs> yeah, there's some uh, there's some really cool. Uh, so before the the recap, you mentioned that like the real world world is very gray and washed out and yeah. overcast, and then the other world is very colorful and things. Mm-hmm. But I also like that objectively, mm-hmm. things in the other world are they are better. Like yeah. Coraline would prefer her mother cook mm-hmm. because her dad is not a good cook. Right. Yeah. But her mom is too busy right now to do the cooking. Her dad mm-hmm. has a little more time, so he does the cooking. It's just not very good. Right. Yeah. In the other world, her other mother does the cooking, and mm-hmm. it's great. It's everything she wants. They have a chandelier that dispenses whatever drink you want. There's like, a gravy there's train. There's a gravy train, which is <laughs> an actual train with little animatronic steampunk arm that pours the gravy for you. It's adorable. I you want to make one of those that. for... Uh... Next the Thanksgiving gravy Please. train. Yeah, yeah we could, I mean not the animatronic arm. I'm not good no. with electronics. No, but I used to have a train set. Yeah, yeah, we can make a train. Take, yeah. take the gravy around the table. That's fine. Hell yeah! But yeah, like the other world, like it's super colorful. Yeah. The thing that I really like about how they did that is that throughout the movie, like with each time that she goes there, it starts to be less like oh it's so colorful, fun, and bright. The more you learn, the more oppressive it becomes. Like it's too saturated and. It's just very, like, in your face and just, like, looming over you, which yeah, is yeah. kind of, you know, supposed mm-hmm. to convey how Coraline's feeling in this world. Yeah. And I, I in really In the third like act, that. like, there's a lot of black light uh, color mm-hmm. effects oh, and things. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, yeah. Where it's, like, right. it's, like, colorful. Look how yes. colorful it is. Yeah, it's just, like, very interesting tonally because usually you see the opposite. Like, oh, gray is bad and color is good and it's just, like, yeah, an a, interesting flip. There is. There's a weird tonal thing in this where, like... 
the other world isn't it's not just like a spooky copy of the world it's it kind of is but it also isn't like there's you know there's all these flowers right like and they're not all weird crazy flowers there are snapdragons that are like actually snapping at her yeah but like the rest of them are just like beautiful flowers like yeah. you know glowing at night well, and like and a couple and, of them were things the, that she had bought seeds for yes. in her actual yeah, world the heart yeah. And the, yeah but there's the uh, turtle skeleton yeah which is like you know kind of like a puppy yeah yeah uh, so cute. and there's a well, tank and I think with it's a got giraffe little... head coming out of it yeah i think it the turtle's got little like clothes peg legs oh yeah. oh maybe yeah. i didn't notice that yeah and then, yeah, the, the giraffe is, yeah, it's a tank with a giraffe head coming mm-hmm. out of it, which she actually does have a tank like that. She has that a tank, but it doesn't have a giraffe her... head, and she has a turtle shell. Yeah. But Get a not... soldier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, and I think that's those are really interesting things where it's, mm-hmm. it's not just like, this thing is a spooky version. It's like, it's a kind of a mishmash. It's kind of circusy. The other yeah. world is kind of like circusy a mm-hmm. lot of it. Yeah. And yeah. That's what like the giraffe head and, you know. For most of the characters between the real world and the other world, in the other world, they do, like, something different than what they're doing in the real world. Mm-hmm. Like, mom is cooking, she's not writing. Dad is a musician, he's not, like, typing, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, the, uh, what are they called? Sphinx and uh, Forcible? Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. They're not, like, well, we don't see until after... Uh, they do their their big performance because when we see them in the real world the first time they do like a tarot reading basically they read yeah. tea leaves yeah but so it's... i thought they were like seers that was their thing i didn't realize they were well no it's understood I... that they're um actresses yeah, or they were the, actresses the poster from their shows yeah the but, then, but shows. then when they perform yeah. it's like a it's a circus act not a actress like it, it's not a performance like a stage performance thing necessarily it's they do a high dive into a barrel you know that kind right. of thing sure yeah. yeah and i was like oh that's weird because everybody else yeah and then uh, you know that's different than their real world uh you know depiction uh except for babinski babinski just has a really successful version of what he's trying to do in the real world which right. is his you know mouse circus yeah but i was just like oh that's interesting like his isn't that different it's just successful it's just working Right. Yeah. And it's like, while well, you do get a uh, bit of, like, what Miss Spink and Forceful, like, in the first half of their show in the other world, of what, like, they most likely did when they were in their glory days. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just thinking about uh, Miss Forceful <laughs> titties, you know? Yeah. She's very busty. Yeah. I feel like that's, for anybody that's seen the movie, like, for the first time, that's, like, the one thing everybody has said something about it's like okay but like can we talk about how that woman just had her bare boobs out like that's i feel like everybody pasties on she did it's fine the barest of pasties yeah and then also it's funny because like uh Coraline like uh sees was it sphinx Sphinx. yeah sphinx um you know in in like a like mermaid costume and it's like she's not hardly wearing anything and then yeah. Forcible comes out. And then she goes out, it's like, oh, oh she's my. really not working. Yeah. yeah, she's basically, yeah, she's Venus, uh, Venus in the half shell. Yeah, v- yeah. Venus de Milo. And like, no, Venus or, or Venus on the half shell. Venus de Milo's Milo's little no arms. The, the... Venus in the yes. half shell. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, turtle power. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know. Sculpture. Got yeah. it. So they're, they're played by um, uh, French and um, Saunders, who are a like, yes. British uh, comedy duo. Yeah. Um, they're, and... they're very funny. They're very good. And so... They're kinda... They were actually reversed. They originally cast as 
the others. The other one, and then yeah. they were swapped. But the, I think it's but uh, the, uh, Jennifer Saunders plays Mrs. Spink and uh, Dawn French plays Mrs. Forcible. Right. Um, but they the characters are modeled physically after the original orientation right. of yeah, who yeah. was voicing whom. I mean, like, to kind of look like them, it was like an inspiration. With them in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Because I, I, I like them. Um, yeah, I don't think I've actually seen uh, any of their bits, but I'm familiar with... Uh, I think I have one of their tapes, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cast is good. Cast is really good here. Yes. Very good. Yes. Mom is uh, Terry Hatcher. Yes, she is. Uh, and dad and and other mother. And then dad and other, other father are uh, uh, John Hodgman. Yeah. Which is fun. Um, yes. And for some reason, he talks like this the whole time. <laughs> like the whole time. And I was just like, to the point where I never remember it's him until I look it up. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of familiar. Who is it? But it just doesn't sound like him. Yeah. Kind of talks like every TV ad. Like, what's crackalacking, hey. kiddos? Hey yeah. there, buddy. What's yeah. going on? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's I love a good, it. It's a good, weird performance. I like it. Yeah. Um, uh, Keith David is the cat. Yeah. Uh, Ian McShane is Mr. Babinski. Mm-hmm. Am I forgetting I anybody? I love Ian McShane. Oh, well, Dakota Fanning is Coraline. Right. Yeah. Which, back in 2009, Dakota Fanning was the go-to child actress. Oh, yeah. If for, you wanted For a minute anything. there, if you wanted to have a kid in your movie, their last name better be Fanning or else yep. no dice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it was Chloe Grace Moretz. And now, who knows? Uh, yeah. Do, do we have a new... No, it's now with all the kids from Stranger Things. Oh, Especially, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Finn Wolfhard's, like, the male uh, equivalent. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's in every... He's in the new uh, Ghostbusters movie. Oh, is he going to be in that? Yeah. yeah. Listen, it doesn't have to be a good movie. If Paul Rudd's in it, I'm going to like it. Yeah. Paul Rudd's in it. At least those scenes I mean, will be good. You say that, and yet Hunter and I saw an HBO... Oh, no. Hunter missed it. <laughs> I saw an HBO Ooh. trailer for something called Avenue 5, I think. Paul Rudd? No. Well, it's the. She's specifically talking about Paul Rudd. I know, but she says I'll see him in anything. And I'm like, I would have said that about Hugh Laurie, except that he's in this like fucking abomination Ooh. with Josh Gad. And You're I'm like, still gonna watch it? I might still watch. <laughs> it. So that is the point: see? is I'll see him in anything, yeah. and then you're like. You're like, but he's in this thing with Josh Gad, and you're gonna watch it, right? I'll probably watch. It. Oh well, then the point is made. But will you like it? I mean, I probably won't. I'm just like... Not the Josh Gad parts. I'm just like hoping. I'm like, well, maybe if it's like 98% Hugh Laurie. It's never. It's never the percentage you want. In these situations where it's an actor or actress you really love and will see in anything, and an actor or actress you cannot stand within an inch of your life, it's always the wrong balance. I know. Yeah, I can't stand Josh Gad. I don't... Nothing against him personally. Maybe he's a great guy. I have no idea. But something about him just rubs me entirely the wrong way. Josh Gad, if you're listening, we're sorry. Yeah, listen, I've made uh, I've made a very public, uh, you know, statement in previous episodes that like, if you you know if you're a celebrity of any any tier really, and you want to come on the show, contact us, and we would love to have you. That does not extend to Josh Gad, unfortunately. I am sorry, sir. Maybe just don't email me. I, I, I listen. I reserve the right to change my mind at any time. Yeah, just give it five years. Maybe he'll yeah. change his mind. Josh Gad, maybe pick uh, roles where you're not the annoying guy. It worked with me and Jack Black. Yeah, could not about faced on that because he (laughs) finally started doing roles that didn't make me want to claw my face off. Yeah, I think the very first thing where I'm like, oh, this isn't a bad performance was when he was in that King Kong movie. Oh yeah, he was actually good in that. Yeah, played it really straight. 
Yeah. He plays the filmmaker that wants to film Kong. Yeah. yeah. And he plays it straight and he's real good. At no point does he do like, we got to go to the island. And then he like flaps his arms and runs around. He takes his shirt off for no reason. And fucking, and then like Kyle Gass comes out as his photographer and they do like an improvised song about like farts or whatever. Kong farts. Oh, we don't need that. Thank you. But he did not do that. And that's why that movie works. Although maybe, <laughs> maybe the Tenacious D song about Kong farts would have really tied the movie together. Oh yeah, it would have been the chair on top. 100% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Critics and audiences agree, this is a perfect film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Winning all kinds of Grammys and shit, or whatever. would have egotted by now. Yeah. <laughs> it's when you get an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Hell yeah. Oh, Bitch. if I won an Oscar... I'd carry that thing all, everywhere. Oh my god. Uh-huh. I'd strap it to my chest. I'd, I'd, I'd wave it at everybody all the time. It'd be like my fucking Alec Guinness in, in yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, sorry, club's full. I'm like, the club's not full. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you have an Oscar. Okay, I guess yeah. you can go in. Like, oh, That's right. Yeah. Oscar winner Hunter Bush. It could be your byline for literally everything else you do. Is <laughs> oh, by yeah. Oscar winner Hunter Bush. That's the byline yeah. on all my Yelp reviews. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> This McDonald's was bad. Oscar winner Hunter Bush. <laughs> you know, it's like you, your check is $100, sir. I'm an Oscar winner. Yeah. Please make it out to Oscar winner Hunter Bush. Yes. You right. Oscar winning son of a bitch. You Oscar winning son of a bitch. Get out there. <laughs> Do you think you Make can... this world your oyster. Do you think you can legally change your name to Oscar winner Hunter Bush? Yeah. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You should do it preemptively because the process for winning an Oscar is really long. So yeah. by the time you get it changed, you'll yeah, have maybe it, maybe it won't happen. <laughs> uh, I, when I like you know I, I I screen write I write screenplays mm-hmm. and things. Um, I wrote a screenplay and the main character's name was Oscar Caliber, just so whichever. <laughs> <laughs> We're not brown. Whichever, <laughs> whichever uh, actor played it could say that was his Oscar Caliber performance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, uh, I want You're that too person. clever to be on this show. <laughs> uh, too clever for my own show. I know. Gotta kick you off. Sorry, bud. The Oscar winner Hunter Bush story. Yeah. <laughs> Just a three hour biopic. Uh, oh, you're boy. played by fucking Matt Josh Damon. Josh Gad. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah, better fuck Matt Damon. <laughs> Josh Gabby's like, I heard he doesn't like me. I'm going to make him come off like a fucking complete asshole. <laughs> it's the God. movie that gets him a fucking Oscar. It's like The Simpsons when Bart's a rock star and he's like laying there upside down. Milhouse's like, come on, Bart, we have a gig. He's like, slag off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So is there anything in like the very beginning of the movie that you specifically wanted to talk about? Um, you know, we see the Pink Palace. Coraline is divining for a well. She meets YB. YB's a weird character. Yeah, that's a nice way of putting it. I'm kidding. I like YB. I do. I, I, you end up liking him by the end of the movie, but for yeah. most of it, you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> like, like when he's first introduced, my immediate thought was, 
Well, I mean, this is why you don't have any friends. Yeah, because he, he, he's he a just lot. rides yeah. in wearing this scary, like, yes, he is, skeleton mask. He has a welder's mask that yeah. he has affixed, like, three, like, like adjustable camera lenses, like, two. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he operates with a crank on the side and adjusts between the yeah. three of them. He's got a skull painted on it. And that's and his like, motorcycle, like, helmet, his bike right. helmet. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing, like, all black with skeleton hands. Yeah, skeleton gloves. hand gloves and, like, a weird um, yeah. slicker that looks like a, like, fireman's. Right. Like, su- surplus Yeah, it's slicker. got, like, yeah. reflective tape on it. The stripes, in a weird, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he yeah. like rides in aggressively to... at Coraline. Yes, with like a war cry, and I'm yeah. just like sitting there, like, and you wonder why you don't have friends, buddy. Yeah, and he basically like jousts at her, kind yeah. of, and then gets off the bike, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going? You want to be friends? Yeah. Oh, I'm Wybie. Nobody likes me. No, I more like immediately just critiquing, like, oh yeah, I've never met a water witch. It's like I like Wybie. I was friends with Wybies. I was oh, a yeah. Wybie a little bit. Sure, we all were. I think I still am. That's the best No, part. you're not that bombastic. Oh, okay. You just curse like a sailor. <laughs> yeah, well. So he actually is not in the book. I Listen, like I said, you like YB by the end of it, but we don't need YB. She could just talk to the cat the whole time. Yeah. It would have actually... been fine. Like, it, you know, yeah. it's, it's a it's a fantasy type story. Like, right. she's a lonely kid. Like, it would make, it would make sense mm-hmm. for her to talk to this cat. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you things. need the cat. The cat is important to the story. Extremely. Yeah. yeah. But I've seen critiques about YB that he actually takes a lot of the agency of Coraline away, especially at the end, because the ending of the movie and the ending of the book, bare bones, they're very similar, but <coughs> in the book, um, I believe that she actually tricked that hand, was trying to take the key back yeah. into jumping into the well, whereas YB swoops in last minute to save her. Yeah. Yeah, although... Throughout the entire, like, third act, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of interference from, like, other friends she's made along the way. Right. Assistance from, like, the cat, and then also YB. Right, and it's one of those critiques where I'm like, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, like, yeah, it's like, so. it's a movie, it's a very different medium. Kind yeah. of have to have more characters. Um, But also... Disagree. But like, in Hollywood's mind, you need more characters. Yeah, I the the choice to add YB is, is weird. I didn't find it too great. No, no, no. that's what I said. Like, he you went do, well. Yeah, yeah, it's just I don't know that you des- definitely need him. He does give backstory. Yes, it's good for exposition. I had also read somewhere that YB was added to the story to make it more appealing to oh, young boys. boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's yeah. like. I mean, like, I've seen it firsthand, even with my own little cousins. The boy will refuse to watch certain things because it's like, oh, that's a girl show, or, oh, like, that's for girls. It's like, no, just because it stars a girl doesn't mean it's for girls. It means it's about a girl. You right. can watch it still. It's yeah. content. But it was just basically just so they can, like, sell the movie more broadly, which I get, but also, really? Yeah. Yeah, but also, like, I don't know how much YB featured into their advertising. <laughs> You know, it was more so... Come see Coraline, featuring YB. Like, shreddy guitars, and he fucking crests a hill on his bike. (laughs) I think the cat um, has a higher credit in the credits than he does. But we we like YB. Yeah, YB's fine. Dear listeners, if we get anything wrong, please don't come for us. We have terrible memory. No, if you if you have a real wild no. hair up your ass about something we got wrong detail-wise, you can email us. Stay tuned to the end of the podcast. We will give you that information. You can personally message me. Oh, it's on her Tinder. <laughs> Find me on Tinder and you can yell at me about being inaccurate <laughs> on a podcast. It's Holy not the wait. worst Tinder profile. No. <laughs> Shit. I have to... Uh, wait, no, mine. the worst Tinder profile is, hi, I'm Josh Gad. <laughs> oh, I don't want to drag him. I just don't like him. <laughs> He's no. not bad. He's not bad for society. He just no. rubs me the wrong way. I don't. Yeah. I think he's probably a fine guy. I don't want to drag him. Uh, 
Mom collects snow globes. That's semi-important later. Coraline is bugging her parents. She bugs her mom in the kitchen. Her her mom and her dad uh, are putting together a gardening like catalog. catalog? Yeah, yeah, something. They moved to Oregon because it's a shot probably... later of the store. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I thought that was I was like, oh, they moved there to start their own business, but I'm not really sure that that's what it is. Nah. The mom has a mug with a store name yeah, on it. Right. I forget what it is now. I heart mulch. I heart mulch. Yes. I heart mulch. And I was like, oh, maybe that's like their store and this is their catalog for the store. But then they yeah. also make some, you know, there's some dialogue paid to the dad, like having to sort of pitch the catalog to people. Yeah. yeah. That's where he's going. They, dro- they drop him off so he can take that meeting or whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't so, know. Her I'm parents, not really sure, but they're, they're both working. parents do something with gardening and they vaguely have made this move for career reasons. Yeah. And dad is typing it on a computer. Dad looks bad. They both do, but Ma- Dad Mom, looks Mom just looks like a yeah. like pale and has like bag lines yeah. under her eyes. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Dad looks like it's the third act of like a tech thriller, and he's been like trying to hack something mm-hmm. for like four days. Yeah. He looks sweaty and sticky with big discolored bags yeah. under his eyes. Also, he's got like a crazy cartoon vulture neck. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Dad the, looks. Real I think bad. also they tried to do like stubbly stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On his face, but it just makes him look discolored. Honestly. Yeah. No, it read like five o'clock shadow. To me. Okay, it's, it's like an old, right. you know, yeah. Looney Tunesy type stuff. You sure. know, the dad looked much like I do when I have to write three different papers, all due the same day. Yikes! Don't go to college; it's a scam. <laughs> Previous uh. episode, uh, <laughs> uh, Doctor Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine. Uh, I think we give you, you kids tips on how to properly cheat oh. your way through papers. Yeah. So no, that go was, download that episode. That was more the biggest life hack. Don't go to college and you'll never have to write a paper school. again. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Go to college and on this School economy. is good, you but most do, of the work you have to do is useless. Do yes. what works well for you. That yeah. being said, I was a senior before I figured out how to not procrastinate and still get my stuff done in and on time without having to pull all-nighters. So, Riley, I believe I caught you singing along to the song the dad sings. Yes. Would you recite it for us now? Uh, yeah, at, at dinner. Uh, the dad mm-hmm. sings this little tune to that Coraline. Did. My twitchy witchy girl, I think you are so nice. I give you bowls of porridge. I give you bowls of ice cream. <laughs> There's more to it. But yeah, yeah the she, half. she starts to sing a second verse like at the end yeah. when she's doing it uh, to, to try and not be spooked on her way up right. to the well at the end. Like yeah. self-soothing. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, it, it, but I was like, oh, it's a good, it's a good little song. But I like <laughs> looked over and Riley was like, also saying it, and I was like, okay. When I say this is one of my favorite movies yeah. ever, I wasn't joking. Oh, yeah, no. I do. I did this the mm-hmm. whole time we watched Scream, uh, yeah. when we did our Scream episode. Live her alone. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked up the second half when we broke for dinner. Oh, okay. I give you lots of kisses. kisses. I, I give you lots of hugs. hugs but I'll never give you sandwiches, sandwiches with bugs in... <laughs> yeah. The other mother is real weird. And like I really like this about Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman kind of does mm-hmm. this a lot where like everything you really need to know about something is there, but like it's not all explained. There's a difference between like what you need to know and what's explained. Sure. So like she has a lot of sort of buggy imagery to her. Mm-hmm. Spidery, especially like Black Widowy, you know, oh, stuff. Oh yeah, she really But she's has also like eight legs. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at the end she has multiple legs. Mm-hmm. Um her body kind of elongates and but then that makes it look more segmented. But like she also kind of has like a china doll face. The other everyone in the other world have buttons sewn in their eyes. Mm-hmm. She has button eyes. So there's like a so, and her her hands are these like constructions uh, of like sewing needles and mechanical mm-hmm. little parts and mm-hmm. things. So like it's it, like Edward Scissorhands, yeah, needly, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. 
so she kind of seems like kind of buggy kind of sewingy but like there's no specific explanation quote-unquote explanation and i like that because like and they only ever refer to her as the bell dam or the other mother that's Mm -hmm. once you know she's not just the other mother like oh everybody's got two mothers you didn't know no big deal they refer to her as the bell dam that's just another word for yeah like we said a witch or hag or crone i just happen to know that but it's not in the movie but he's like yeah look it up yeah like look up this word you don't know this word look it up yep I'm Neil Gaiman. I write books with words in them. <laughs> right. You should look this up. But but really, that gives you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, like, he loves mythology. Oh, yeah. And so a lot of his books take either, like, actual characters or concepts from, like, all kinds of... Oh, yeah lore and you know yeah uh ian mcshane who uh, plays babinski in this is in american American gods Gods, which is an adaptation of another neil gaiman Gaiman book which is extremely filled with uh mythological characters yeah lore and yeah oh yeah from like a dozen different origins and some of them are real obscure oh yeah it's great he's like he's legitimately like a scholar of mythology it's great yeah we love neil gaiman yeah i really do can i talk about some things i noticed about mr babinski and then also a thing that i noticed and anything that i read i believe he is from uh montenegro because that's the flag that's hanging above his door Oh, really? Okay. I always yeah. thought he was, like, Russian or no, vaguely yeah. Slavic. Well, so Wait, here's Montenegro at? So Montenegro is a Baltic country. It's kind of by Albania. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, that makes and, sense. And uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. all that stuff there. But, so he also is wearing a medal. Yeah. The medal, which I read about on the IMDb, is for Chernobyl cleanup efforts. Oh, it oh that's is, why he- Wow, really? Yes. Oh, that's why he's blue. Yeah. It is a medal given to people that were, you know, helping out with that. And then, yeah, that might be an explanation for his discoloration because he's kind of a bluish looking dude. So what you're theorizing is... He might have radiation poisoning and be slightly anemic. Yeah. Coraline... Watchmen shared universe. Oh, yes. <laughs> Irra- yeah, who could irradiated say? blue guys. Who could say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Ian McShane's um, like, I am experiencing all timelines at the same time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> right now I am training the mice. <laughs> but I am also training the mice. <laughs> yes. Turns out a lot of what they do is training mice. <laughs> it's most of my day. I actually like the opening shot of um, the Pink Palace. Uh, you can see Babinski yes. uh, doing calisthenics on the roof. Secretly, really good guy. And He's also, a really good guy in the movie. Yeah. No, I know, just... but I mean also like more than you even know. Yeah, that's cool. That's a that's a really, really specific and weird detail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like and if you like look at the metal, it is exactly that metal. And there's not really anything else that looks like it. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast, we stand Mr. Bobinski. I feel like if Mr. Bobinski had thicker legs, he'd have a physique like Kevin Owens. <laughs> it's not bad. You're not you're not wrong. <laughs> I don't think Kevin Owens is as acrobatic though. He's pretty spry. Pretty spry for a dude his size. Yes, I've seen him wrestle. He's... I would love to see Mr. Bobinski pick a fight with Shane McMahon. (laughs) (laughs) Ian McShane McMahon. Ian McShane McMahon! God, what a hellscape that creature lives in. Oh my gosh. That's that's what comes from fucking cleaning up Chernobyl. It is I, Ian McShane McMahon. (laughs) Here comes the money! Here comes the money! (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> Fuck. boy that's stupid ah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. 
Okay, so after Mr. Bovinsky is uh, spink enforceable reading tea leaves, mm. they uh, they have a bunch of schnauzers. I they were Scottish terriers. Oh, are they terriers? Yeah. I thought yeah. so. Because okay. yeah. schnauzers, I think, are usually a bit bigger. Okay. And also grayer. Yeah. I have one. Oh. Kind yeah. of. Do you? I'm not a dog guy. He's a mutt. They also have shelves full, floor to ceiling, of previous... Now, dead terriers yes. who have been taxidermied, and they're in, like, little crocheted angel-like angel, tunics yeah. with wings. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. very, haunting. It's and, very cute, but also very morbid, yeah. and I And their it. eyes are stitched shut. Not yeah. like the buttons, just, like, literally stitched, yeah. and it's, like, horrifying. They also have dishes of candy. It's v- pretty vintage solid. Vintage candy. It is. Yeah, it's a, it's a good joke, because it's actually a brick joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then it's also a brick joke. Yeah. Um, because, like, Coraline's trying to peel one of these, like, taffy medallions off the pile. They're all stuck together, so she's trying to, like, pull it off with her feet. And she accidentally, like, kicks it up where it sticks against, like, a rafter or something. Yeah. And then at the end of the scene, they're like, oh, something or other doesn't just fall from the sky. Yeah. Yeah. And then this fucking... A giraffe. Right. Yeah. Giraffes don't just fall Giraffes from the sky. Giraffes don't just fall from the sky. And then this, uh, yeah, the bowl of taffy falls and right. shatters. And they're like, oh. Yeah. 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 They do a lot of really good visual gag sequences oh, yeah. in this. Oh, yeah. Where, like, it's surprisingly visual. Like, even when she's touring the house and stuff, she's, like, doing the thing where she steps on the wrinkle in the carpet mm. and it pops up somewhere else. So she steps on that and then it pops up again. And then she yeah. hits it with both feet and it pops up on either side of her. And Coraline, she's full of all these little, like... Easter eggs and details. Like, this, literally, this last viewing, I, like, because at the end of the movie, she's wearing her pajamas, but on the knees, there are patches, and it's from her one sweater that uh, the other mother makes for her. Like, she patched them because her mom, like, because she had cut her knee and she cut the Yeah, uh, while she's fleeing the the other mother in, the, right. like, the third act, uh, yeah. she, like, scrapes up her knees and tears mm-hmm. her pajama knees, yeah. 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 Yeah, she uses that sweater, and I didn't notice that until this viewing. It's just... It's the one with stars on it, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the outfit that Other Mother made for her right. when mm-hmm. she was going to go to uh, the 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 actress's uh, performance. Spink Enforceable. Yes, sp- yes, Spink Enforceable, yeah. And not to take away from, you know, Neil Gaiman or anyone else, that or Harry, Harry Selleck or anything, but I think that is a, like, a... Touch. Yeah, yeah, that's a Leica thing of like really fleshing out these worlds. Their all their other output is also heavily detailed. And, oh yeah, and, you know, yeah. in a way, not not just visually detailed things. Yeah, where there's like other things in the background that you may never notice. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, it feels like yeah. a full, a fully realized world. Sure, yeah. sure. Because yeah. yeah, like the box trolls have a ton of things. Yeah, in it that even Paranorman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was their first like yeah, major output. True. Like even that is like a very well developed. It's more contemporary, so I guess it's easier. Yeah. But it's a it's a very well-developed world. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like everybody I know is just kind of like, yeah, this movie terrified me as like a kid. Or yeah. it's like, it's a spooky movie. And I think that kind of like realism, especially in the real world, really yeah. like helps with that uh, tone of terror. Because it's like, oh shit, shit just got real. Yeah, I, I'm a big proponent that like, entertainment for children doesn't have to be stupid and in hmm. fact it really shouldn't um no those are developing brains so if right. anything we should be simulating them more <laughs> like, yeah I, th- I honestly i think like i mentioned watchman a little while ago like you should be giving kids stuff that is like tantamount to the level of like layers and meaning and you know things of like watchmen where it's like okay there's all this symbolism there's all these like parallels there's all these you know visual echoes there's all you know like all these many layers to appreciate a thing on 
because yeah they're it, you know it doesn't matter if they don't understand it because they're going to probably watch it over and over and over again and as they get older or as they continue to watch it they're going to pick up on more of it right i feel like kids content should be something where like a child doesn't have to look back on it and be like oh god why did i like this well They've... yeah i think adults idea of making something adult is like oh so you're gonna put sex in it it's like no dude like themes like yeah. shit that yeah. kids don't necessarily think about yeah. but like, that they should like death or yeah. responsibility yeah. or you know like what it means to be a good person versus a bad person yeah. like these are things you think about later in life yeah. but like kids should be introduced to thinking about them yeah. themes allusions to other work where that might inspire a, a discussion mm-hmm. yeah broadening their horizons of right. understanding yeah, I, yeah. And I just don't understand the idea that, like, oh, well, we should make kids' entertainment cheaply, simply, and, mm-hmm. like, dumb, mm-hmm. because they're kids. Like, they, yeah. it's a low bar. It's like, no, it should be a way higher bar. I mean, also, not to mention that a lot of kids are going to be escorted to a theater with a parent. So making something that's, you know, it's very, it's much more difficult to make something that's appealing to a wide age range. But you definitely can do it yeah, because right. a lot of things do. Well, that's another thing where they're like, oh, well, we want to make this appeal to adults. So we'll put in like double entendres and sex things. Right. And it's like, I can give right. a shit about a lot of things that aren't nipple jokes. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, give me something to pay attention to. It doesn't have to be horny. Like, right. it can just be like a lair. Right. Like, Coraline, I feel like, does this very well. They have some jokes oh, yeah. that when you're like. Children's entertainment, I think, a lot of people are fucking it up. Mm hmm. I think Pixar was doing great um, since joining Disney. Their output is a little mixed for me. But I'm really trying to look at it objectively and not look at it as like, it's Disney's fault, right? Like, I don't want to go in with preconceptions that it's going to be worse because they've now joined with Disney. But it's hard to separate that. Yeah, Disney can also put out its own good stuff. It's just that they've, you know here and there on some things yeah you know some of this is the baggage i'm bringing to my relationship with disney but like i I look at a lot of disney things and i just see them you know doing the the finger thing means the money like that makes me immediately more cynical towards Mm -hmm. something also i hate i've always hated the disney vault the disney vault is evil yeah where they're just like okay you can't get this movie until we decide to give it back to you in like 25 years right but here's the problem with the disney vault now the disney vault now theoretically includes streaming if Mm -hmm. they remake fucking snow white and they're like, we're doing a live action Snow White. You're like, okay, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to watch it. I'll just watch the original. And they're like, whoops, all the streaming rights went in the vault. We can't get it out. So the only one you can watch unless you own it is the one we're making now. They actually have the power yeah. to make previous versions of it disappear for a lot of people. Yeah. Not me, because I buy physical media. You can buy like a digital copy of like movies. But like they can theoretically make that go away too. Right. That's why Hunter's always buying DVDs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because he's like, you will pry it from my cold, dead hands, sir. Oh, also, but also, while you're on the subject of you will pry it from my cold, dead hands, that's a coming. There's going to be jackbooted Disney soldiers Mm -hmm. in fucking stormtrooper helmets with goddamn Mickey Mouse ears banging on my door to be like, we're sorry, Rumble in the Bronx is going in the Disney vault for a hundred years, so we have to take your copy now. And I'm going to be like, we're going to (laughs) fight. We're going to fight because I love Rumble in the Bronx. Yep. And I will die on this hill. Yeah, and like you are not taking my goddamn that's not DVD. Currently, a Disney movie, right? Uh, I actually don't know who owns what, so <laughs> okay. it could be. Maybe they could be remaking it as a musical with Josh Gad. Oh my god! Oh. It's a rumble, yeah, in the Bronx. <laughs> but yeah, that's my problem with streaming services overall, though. Yeah. It's like they you don't control it. 
Yeah, it's like, like they... you have very little say in what mm-hmm. happens, and yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, like, like I was talking about this yesterday. I'm, I'm sorry, I keep cutting off. Go. That's no, okay. Um, but no, it's just a complete monopoly, and yeah. eventually, it's just going to be cable all over again. Oh, it's already like about yeah. the streaming wars. Yeah. is the new cable wars. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, it's just kind of like going to be this world of media where you can only see it if you have an account for these things because oh, yeah. everything's going to be digital. Everything's going to be digital. Yeah. Like they're going to do it with like it's not even just with entertainment, they're going to do it with money and every fucking thing. Yeah, well they're selling us a, mm-hmm. a, a an image of like the lifestyle of the go-getter, the right. person on the go. Exactly. You're uncluttered with mm-hmm. physical things. You can yeah. go and you know, you can go and Instagram a photo from a mountaintop if you want to with just your phone in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And if you want to watch a movie, it's on your phone. Yeah. And you don't need to actually own shit. Because how are you going to live a really cool Instagrammable life if you own too many things? Yeah. And it's like, sure, that's fine. But I like movies. Fuck you. I don't like mountains. Yeah. I mean, mountains are great. And I love mountains. But I don't yeah. need to go to a mountain all the time. I do need to watch movies a lot yeah. because they calm me the fuck down. Yeah. If your internet goes down, you can watch a movie. Yeah. Right. Then, if all electricity fails, I'll go to the mountain. Yeah. So if no, you're not, not going to her. So if you're not just straight up buying like dig- like physical media, such as on her, um, oh. I honestly suggest that you share your streaming passwords with everybody. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. you know, like these streaming companies are gonna be like, oh, it's piracy, da, 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 doing that. It's like theft. It's like, fuck them. Fuck yeah, Netflix. I, fuck Hulu. I always fuck have a Disney big, Plus. I always have a big problem yeah. with with this shit of like, you wouldn't steal. Is that those old DVD fucking commercials? Oh, my you God. wouldn't steal a car, would you? And I'm like, I mean. Maybe. Yeah, it depends on the situation, You don't know, know my life. <laughs> you wouldn't steal a purse, would you? I'm, I'm like, watching uh, God in 60 Seconds. It's glorifying stealing yeah, cars. Like, I'm less likely yes. to steal a purse than a car, I think. But again, it depends on the situation. Then you wouldn't steal a movie, would you? Like, yeah, I mean, I kind of would. I would steal a movie before all of those things. Yeah, I, I mean. I have stolen movies. Just pirate everything. Yeah, I, I've pirated plenty of stuff. But I also, I, you know, if Government, I like it. Don't sue me. If I like it, I buy a thing. Right. I own a lot of things. <laughs> I own a lot of physical media. Yeah. A lot of it I saw streaming somewhere, and then I saw it on sale somewhere where I was like, oh, this is a great price. I really like this. I, I might want to watch this again sometime, and yeah. it may not be streaming there anymore. Exactly. Honestly, it's like if you're not streaming and you find a movie, find a way to download it to yeah. your whatever device you can. Because, like, at this point with, like, streaming wars and yeah. everything becoming digitized... It's going to be like fucking currency in the future. Oh yeah, having in, these like in our post uh, files. in our post Trump apocalypse, yeah. I'll be able to buy my way into the fucking Utopia city with my copy of Rumble in the Bronx. Right? Did I tell I'm you? Like, did we talk I'll about bang how... on the fucking you know I'll bang on the goddamn door. Oh my gosh! And they'll be like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "I want entrance." And they're like, "What well, you got to trade?" Everybody's foreign in the future. You've seen movies. Yeah. And I'll be like, "Go." DVD copy of Rumble in the Bronx. They'll be like, let him in. And the door's open. <laughs> and then the inside, it's just fucking, it's all those, the fucking guitar playing guy from Fury Road. Yep. Yeah. It's like a hundred of that guy. Yep. <laughs> Later in the movie, it's like, oh, it was zone three. Yeah. It I've was... been duped. <laughs> this DVD player's not region free. I'm like, not my problem. In this movie, I'm played by Jason Statham, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> but also going back to, like, yeah. films as currency, did I, did have we talked about how that kind of already happened with, uh, they put out a playable demo, yeah. like, trailer thing for Silent Hill. Yeah. Then that project got pulled, so they, like, took that out of 
the like PlayStation store or whatever. Mm-hmm. And also if you had downloaded it and deleted it, you couldn't re-download it. Yeah. So people were selling PlayStations mm-hmm. that had this ungettable demo yeah. thing on them for inflated prices mm-hmm. because it was the only way you could ever exactly. play this. Exactly. The same thing happened with um Flappy Bird. There were people who were actually selling phones with Flappy Bird yeah. on it for like thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, man. And like it's interesting, stupid, and terrifying in equal amounts. Yeah. So Coraline. Coraline. <laughs> I know we spent a lot of time talking about post financial dystopias and things. Oh man, yeah. But, this um, went on a huge, huge <laughs> in the middle. Yeah, no. It's relevant somehow. Well, YB's already out in yeah. the fog looking for banana slugs. Which by the way, if you have never looked on YouTube for banana slug sex, it is awesome. Beautiful and disgusting. Is this a thing for you, Hunter? Gets you going? They uh, are hermaphroditic. And so in order to uh, propagate, I guess, they will kind of like meet up on a branch Mm -hmm. and do a little mating dance with each other and then suspend themselves on a strand of mucus Mm -hmm. and intertwine their bits with each other to transfer semen. Just DNA double helix down Mm -hmm. out of a tree. So uh, while while they're out on their slug hunt... (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Come on, focus up. <laughs> we uh, got surreal by slugs fucking. Yeah, but YB uh, drops that, you know, his grandmother owns the Pink Pal. He mentioned it before, but he drops it again, and that she used to have a twin who disappeared. And she wants the doll back that he gave Coraline that yeah. looks exactly like exactly her. Like Coraline. But it's yeah. also why YB can never go in the Pink Palace, because yeah. it's dangerous, which, yeah. yeah, it fucking is. Yeah. Good the job, grandmother Grandma. grandmother clearly knows more than she's letting on. Yeah. Um, Which also brings up the question is why she let them move in in the first place. I mean, like, he kind of has, like, a line, though, where he's like, oh, like, it's weird that your family moved in because she usually doesn't let people right. with kids move in. Which, like, kind of oh, leads yeah. Yeah. me True. to believe that she was, like, in on it or something. And I'm just like, I, no, I feel like there was, I feel like, like she knows her sister disappeared. Yeah. And yeah. she knows that other kids have disappeared. Mm-hmm. But adults, maybe not. So she's like, I papered over the little door. I did everything I could. Like a little kid's not going to fucking want to. Well, it's like the key's still in the house and stuff. Right. It's like everything is exact. Like if she she knows everything. I mean, she did brick it up, but magic. So, you know, she did what what reasonably seems like enough. And like there's evidence in it of that trope of like kids can still understand and see and experience magic Mm -hmm. and adults can't. So, you know, she looks at it and goes like. I think something happened. My sister disappeared in this little hatch door thing. I bricked it up. I papered over it. I don't really let kids live here, but maybe it's okay because she's an adult. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't experience that the door still works at night because of magic. And I mean, there's also that thing of like, you know, as you get older, you kind of forget the same things that used to scare you as a kid no, or like how intense that experience can be yeah but so like it could just be that like kind of forgetting or like rationalizing to yourself like oh she must have just you know been taken by somebody but not from the house right you right. know yeah uh so night two Coraline's second night uh i did want to mention like she goes back you know through she falls asleep and then you know goes through the door again <laughs> the other mother is making dinner again and she's like oh your other father's out in the garden uh, why don't you go, you know, go get him. I bet he's as hungry as a pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, which Ooh. is A, foreshadowing, and B, a phrase I need to use all the time. Yeah. I feel like I'm constantly as hungry as a pumpkin. Yeah. Right? I'm hungry as a pumpkin right now. Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah, you know like that classic childhood game, Hungry Hungry Pumpkins? God, I wish. 
I could oh. probably alter a Hungry Hungry Hippos game. I was going to say, that'd oh, be yeah. a great Halloween game. Yeah, we'll do it with the little uh, marshmallow, like the mallow pumpkins, like the... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. That'll work. Yeah, not marshmallow, but the mallow, the, yeah. Yeah. Like the candy corn. Yeah, thing. but the pumpkins, because they're actually, I, I always thought the pumpkins were way better than the candy corn. I'm a huh. candy corn girl, so... Yeah. I don't like the texture of any of them, so I'm out of <laughs> this. Oh. Yeah, but pumpkins aren't bad. You're just like, sure, you can pick that. You're wrong. <laughs> um, is that when we also meet uh, other YB? Yes. And he's silent? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's right before the Babinski. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, she's, like she sees night. other Babinski, and it's the yeah the dancing yeah. mice uh, yeah. circus performance. Yeah. Sure. Which also, is very good. I just want to note, like, for every dinner that they have, like, with the other mother or their father, the other mother's plate's always empty. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she's never eating anything. Yeah, yeah, because, you know... She doesn't eat food. Well, she doesn't want to fill up before she gets to have a soul exactly. for dinner. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't exactly. fill up with these snacks. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of movies, you know, uh, get get tagged as like, oh, that's a, it's a secret Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not about Christmas, but Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Right. And like, oh, it's not about Christmas, but Cobra, previous episode, is a Christmas movie. <laughs> this is a stealth President's Day movie. <laughs> Uh, oh, they, yeah. they go they to have the, a President's Day sale. At having the, a President's Day sale <laughs> at the at the store. Yeah, for the school uniforms. Yeah. yeah. See, there's a holiday movie for everything. Yeah. yeah, and like, and Coraline is bummed because she's gonna have to wear a pretty drab uniform to school, mm-hmm. and she wants to get these very like pretty knit, warm tone, you know, orange and white and, and gold like gloves. And her mom's like, "Listen, she doesn't say this, but she's like, listen, your dad and I are doing this." catalog and like if this goes well we could we can buy you these gloves but right now let's not spend money on on what we don't need well, right this yeah. second also i don't know if you noticed but they have price tag on them compared to the other gloves on the table i did not it's they're twice as expensive as like every other glove the other ones are like 13.99 and these yeah. are 24.99 oh okay yeah yeah it tracks yep and you know Coraline's kind of you know she's bummed and, and mom is like listen if this goes well I will make it up to you. Like, and she's like, you always say that. Mm-hmm. She's, she's pouty. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all throughout the movie. It's like the parents, they're not like bad parents. No, I say that they're just trying, they're trying to do yeah. the thing. Exactly. And you know, they can't give her the, the attention that she needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yeah, she's been uprooted. Like she doesn't have her friends anymore. She doesn't right. have any friends. She kind of has a friend in YB, but YB's weird as fuck. Uh, which again, why? Yeah. Why very nice, but yeah, like, it's like weird as shit. Yeah. I don't she want like, this one, but also yeah. like, well, I mean, had, it's had, fair. Yeah, she had two weirdos back home that were like her wavelength of weirdo. Yeah, yeah. and the only weirdo that ha- wants to hang out with her now is YB, who's like extra fucking weird. Yep. Yeah. So it's a yeah. Oh, so yeah. instead, she just passively bullies him. Yeah. Why so, were you born? Yeah. Yeah. She fucking she socks him in the shoulder yeah. near the end of this movie, and I'm just like, can we not do this? No, I did that. I know. A lot of people do it. Yeah. And I and as a That's large a dude, I've thing. gotten that punch from much smaller people where they're like, yeah. hey, buddy. And I'm like, can we just not punch me? <laughs> like, ever. To just... everybody I've punched before, I'm very fucking sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, can we just not? I'm not. <laughs> There's some no, people I wasn't, that I've punched I, that Yeah, I, I did not hit a lot as a no. kid. And then usually if I did, it was because we were having a fucking fight. So it's on. I was one of those people that, like, didn't know my own strength and would be like, what's up, buddy? Yeah. I did do a bit of, like, wrestling, though. Yeah. Yeah? Did you get the belt? 
Uh, it always Woo! felt like I did. Ah, yeah. but that good. <laughs> Born on a mountaintop. Um, <laughs> Ric Flair. I know. <laughs> uh, airplane riding. Uh, oh, shit. I don't Limousine know. Limousine riding. Yeah, jet, jet flying. Jet flying. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's... She... After night two, when she comes back, that's when they go shopping. Mm-hmm. Night three is... Um, she actually talks to the cat. Um, there's been a cat wandering around. That's been it. Kind of pals around with YB a lot, uh, mm-hmm. but it's a stray. It's just out on the grounds, and it's just a you know mangy black cat. It's got a a, a bitten ear and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's a little straggly. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the other world, it talks, and it's fucking Keith David. Yeah, Goliath from Gargoyles himself. Uh huh. He was also Spawn. I, a I, ton of a ton of voices and a ton of acting gigs. Uh, I, I love watched Keith David. Gargoyles yeah. as a like kid, and I don't remember butter. anything about it. He does, yeah. man. His voice yeah. is amazing. Yeah. You think this world is a dream come true? Yeah. Well, you're wrong. Like you know, there's that Schwarzenegger that. soundboard. And it's yeah. mostly Kindergarten Cop, and it's a couple other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should really make a Keith David soundboard. Oh shit, yeah. Just like him saying a couple things from a couple movies, but I really want uh, him from Spawn just being like Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> he yells Wanda so much on that fucking cartoon. I do not remember Spawn. It was on HBO, and yeah. it was pretty good. It was an animated. Uh, they only did like six or eight episodes or something. It was supposed to be ongoing, but like yeah. animation then wasn't like adult animation it wasn't like really fleshed out sure so it never it took forever to get new animation i think the mm. delays cost it ratings all right so but yeah, but yeah. it was cool get on it internet yeah yeah keep david soundboard please thank you um so yeah the third night she talks to the cat and the cat yeah he you know he basically tells her like yeah everything over here seems great like you said this world seems like it's a dream but it's a trap he, Admiral Akbar, sir. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she kind of doesn't believe him, and he's like, that's fine, you don't believe him. The whole time they're talking, there's a downed tree Yeah. Um, that has fallen and been cut in half uh, to, like, clear the road. Um, and he's, like, walking behind, like, one limb. And he's Cheshire catting. He's walking yeah. behind the limb and appearing of a completely different part of the tree. He <laughs> sticks his head in a knot hole. And it comes out on another knot hole on the other half of the tree on the other side of the road. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool. It's great. Uh, it's very fun visually. Yeah. And she's and like. And the entire time she's still like kind of sassing him like, you don't know what you're talking about. And he's doing like yeah. cat magic. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. like, she's like, you're fucking out of your mind, magic cat. Yeah. Like, his yeah. body's being portaled. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's fucking like teleporting here and there. Yeah. She's like, well, how do you get here? He's like, I'm a cat. <laughs> we do this. Yeah. Now you think him with portals. That's right. At the end, it seems like as if he goes through a portal. Yeah. Yeah. And that sign. Yeah. Just like. Yeah, it's the same the same thing. He's he's a cat. Yeah. Cats are magic. Honestly, yeah. they really are. That's why witches love them. Yep. Yep. Um. Except for this one. <laughs> yeah, she's firmly anti-cat. Yes. Yeah. Um. Coraline sees the uh, the spink enforceable. Uh, other world performance mm-hmm. um, yep. which is great yeah they're in a theater filled with the mm. the terrier dogs yeah they're, they're, all, they're on all the seats they have button eyes and their teeth look bigger they yeah. look more human yeah which I don't like, like they kind of look like they have dentures in like they're yeah. just smiling like and it's just like no dogs don't 
Yeah, you ever see that thing where Dave Grohl uh, dries out his upper lip and tucks it up so his teeth poke out? He does it all the time in, like, behind-the-scenes videos and shit because he's a goofball. Yeah. It looks like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, terrifying. Because he's an over-caffeinated goofball. He yeah. is. Fresh pots. Got uh-huh. yeah, um, But to summarize the performance, titties. Yeah, the, so their, their performance is... Um, it's du- dueling Siren and Venus... Uh, on a clamshell. Yeah. Half shell. Half, whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah it's she's, like Birth of Venus. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, it's the Birth yeah. of Venus mm-hmm. and, uh, and, a, and a mermaid, and they're singing uh, stanzas back and forth at each other, and the, yeah. the terriers are operating giant hamster wheels to mm-hmm. change the background and wheel in the appropriate props. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're like, you know, as, the, mm-hmm. as the, they're going back and forth faster and faster, the dogs are changing direction faster and faster, and eventually one of the ropes snaps. Yep. And the whole thing fucking just, like, comes down around them. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Miss Forcible, who's the really busty one, is basically just wearing, like, pasties and, like, a fig leaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Wi- it's a wild scene, man. Oh, yeah. Like, um, Sphinx just coming for her, like, this slut. <laughs> Can't trust her. And then the other, like, Forcible's just like, this bitch is just mad because... She doesn't have what I got. Like, nicely. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's like the like the second half of the performance is like that trapeze. Like yeah, they yes. show up at the top of uh, the uh, theater and mm-hmm. kind of unzip into what yeah. you would imagine their like actress bodies were mm-hmm. like thirty or heyday, forty years yeah. ago or whatever. Yeah, they the basically unzip yeah. their skins and they're like, you know, these super slim. I mean, all the figures are exaggerated and stuff, but yeah, they're these super slim hippie. Uh, you know, acrobats, mm-hmm. and they they do this great hippie bunch of, like has a lot of have, hips. They have curvy hips. Yeah, yeah. They got that dog. Yeah, they're not. not yeah, <laughs> yeah, not like yo, man. Let's just love. Just vibing, bro. Nixon's a crook, man. <laughs> Doobie. I don't know. <laughs> that mailbox was Halderman. <laughs> uh, that's a thirty five. rock reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they do a really fun thing, like. As part of their their trapeze thing, they like brace against each other. Yo, yeah. and Their legs form a triangle, mm-hmm. which a Illuminati, Illuminati. <laughs> but b uh, the 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 um, adder stone oh. is a triangle. That is a really interesting call. At the end, and yeah. they're yeah. the ones that give Coraline yeah. the adder stone. The real yeah. world, okay. uh, Spink and Forcible give her uh, the adder stone at the yeah. end. So, and yeah, they're doing Hamlet, I think. As they're going? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. This is where my uh, lack of 100% clarity on what, you know... Shakespeare. Yeah, what Shakespeare yeah. is what comes okay. out, but I'm pretty sure it's Hamlet. Yeah. At the very least, they're just monologuing at each other. I think, sure. Yeah, I think it's Hamlet, though. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah, they're, it's they're, take, yeah, yeah, they're right. taking... Are they taking turns on a soliloquy? Yeah. 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 They're, they're, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's great. I mean, it's a great oh, yeah. performance. Yeah. And they do this, like, elaborate, you know, trapeze thing. And Coraline gets caught up in it. She's hanging from the lights at one point. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, uh, and then, like, she falls. And you're not sure what's going to happen. And she just, like, lands on, I forget who is Spinker. Spinker. Is it Spink? Yeah. Spink's uh, hand. And, yeah. like, that's how they end the performance. Like, right. this, you know. It's very cool. It's, After yeah. diving into a barrel of water, might I yeah. add. Yeah. The, the talent. Was, yeah, that was pushed out <laughs> on stage by one of the, one of the dogs. That's good. It's really stage fun. Stagehand dog. Yeah. yeah. I hope it was Angus. Oh, I bet it was Angus. No. Oh. We love Angus. Yeah. <laughs> We're pro-Angus in, yes. this, in this house. Yep. Um, we stand. 
And when she returns home, uh, you know, with the uh, uh, the other mother and other father, Coraline finds out that other mother wants to sew buttons on her eyes. And, and then she can she's, stay forever. She's also wearing a spiderier outfit. Yeah. The yeah, other mother. She, the, the, yeah. Uh, the, the, the veil is starting to drop. Yeah. yeah. Coraline is clearly She's got like been... a weird bustle in back, yeah. so it makes it look like a thorax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got it's got these like triangular pleats of fabric, and yeah. like most of them are black, but one is red. Yeah. So it's this red like chevron-y sort of shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. It's like with each appearance of the other mother, I feel like she just slowly becomes more and more like her final form. Like she just yeah. looks more and more menacing. So there's an interesting thing. Um, boy, I bet there's not a podcast in the world that would compare Coraline to Castle Freak. But <laughs> oh my about god. To. Okay. So um, in Castle Freak, Castle Freak is a good weird you know horror movie um it's like an old b movie uh thing um on if you have shutter yeah joe bob did it for uh one of the drive-in yeah it's a stuart gordon movie uh who did like um reanimator and other b movie horror uh entries that are the good shit yeah i mean he does decent stuff Oh, for sure. It's Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton are mm-hmm, in it as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were also in Reanimator. Yeah. Um, but, so, there is a castle freak. There's a monster, you know, deformed. Uh, it's a whole thing. Uh, but a deformed individual who'd been held in prison in the basement of this castle. Uh, this family is vacationing at the castle. And the creature gets out. And every time you see the creature, it's different. Yeah. Um, not because it's mutating, but because it's, like, presenting itself slightly differently. Um, at first it's like got a, uh, uh, it's got like a, a mask on, uh, mm-hmm. that's like co- covering like how deformed and how misshapen it is. And it might have a tunic. Um, and then that gets like taken off and it gets, it's like, it, it attacks someone, it gets injured. Um, so there's like, bl- he's wrapped in a sheet and it's bloody. So now it's this like bloody sheet thing, like running around. Yeah. And it's not until the like final time that I think it's, uh. I think it's Jeffrey Combs, um, like, interacts with it, and they have a fight on the rooftop where it's, like, fully revealed, you know, like, basically, like, naked from the waist up, and they have this fight. And the other mother is kind of like that, where every time, you know, every time you, like, are interacting with her, she's more and more of, like, her true form, like you were saying. Like, because Coraline is more, you know, charged. Invested, yeah. 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 So, So she has to try less. Yeah. You know, but it also could be too that she's weakening. I think that might be another element of it. Yeah, yeah it's it's kind of unclear as to how badly she needs this. Right. I mean, she is screaming about how she's gonna die if right. she doesn't. And uh, other father has some reference of like, you know, oh, the better she feels, the better we are, and stuff. Yeah, so. that's at the end, and everybody's looking pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, if if uh, so, it might be like part conserving energy, but also partially just not being able to keep up the same level of pretense yeah. as previously. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, if Coraline agrees to have the buttons sewn in her eyes and, and mm-hmm. become an other person like everyone else, mm-hmm. she can stay forever, but she'll definitely have her soul eaten. Right. Um. She refuses. Yep. Like she the wa- smart girl she is. Right. Yeah. She wants to go home, and traditionally, what's happened is. The other mother and other father have put her to bed, and she wakes up in the morning in her bedroom in the real world. Yeah. So she, you know, 
says no and you know she's like i'm going to bed good night whatever and goes upstairs and barricades the doors and windows climbs under her sheet and goes to sleep and wakes up in the morning and she's like cool and throws the covers off and she's still in other world and it's still night because it's kind of always night there it, it is always night there yeah, yeah. regardless um, of whether or not she like goes yeah during the day or in the evening yeah yeah it's a shadow realm yeah yeah so um now she's also less scene changing then yeah <laughs> right for for other mother. yeah you only yeah. have you only have to light it for night <laughs> if your other mother yeah when she's with when she's talking to the cat uh like they 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 leave they like walk away from the house yeah and she walks into like blank white space and she's like wait what like you know where is everything that's it's a little later yeah. i'm just well, talking yeah, about that's, the that's, world i believe that's I'm, actually the very next thing that happens after oh. she realizes it doesn't work is she goes out yeah. and talks to the cat to leave, and yeah. yeah and they're like walking away yeah and she's and... like well what's happening shouldn't there be things here or whatever and he's like oh she only built as much of the world as she needed to impress you yeah right um and she you know Coraline says like well why why does she need me and he's like i think she wants something to love something that isn't her yeah he's like but she also wants to feed Mm-hmm. Which I think I think b- both of those things are great. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that you know, especially with Keith David delivering it, I think it, like it's just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think she wants something to love, something that isn't her, but she also wants to feed. Yeah, it's great. It's very spooky. Extremely, Coraline's just so spooky. It's great. So she walks, you know, in this blank whiteness, and this is actually one of the only things animation-wise that I I I didn't love. Is because she, you know, walks back up to the house and then the world fills in behind her a little bit. Yeah. And I, it, it just, it read differently than the way it was when she was walking away. Like, it was mm-hmm. a, it was an area, it was like an island. Yeah. And then she walked around the world. Like, she should have just walked back and everything started, should have started to fill back in as she got closer that way, you know? Yeah. And yeah. then, like, she should have come, ac- like, come across the house again, mm-hmm. not... Yeah. I mean, that's just different visual choices and yeah. stuff. With this, yeah, it kind of unfolded in front of her a bit. Yeah, like, and I was just More like, yeah. immediately. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it seemed less like a thing that was built that she was inhabiting rather than a thing that was conscious of where she was. Right. And I think that it just read differently than earlier on. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. um, yeah, so that's the only thing that really exists is the house and the garden. So she can't really go anywhere. So now she's back at the house, um, and the other mother throws her in mirror jail. <laughs> Yes, for being a naughty, naughty little girl. That's right. Yeah, she just grabs her, just pushes her into a mirror, yeah. through the mirror, into a, like... After little... transform- yeah. transforming into this tall yeah. skeleton, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we do actually see her eat a thing. Yeah. she eats one of the cocoa beetles cocoa from beetle. Zanzibar. <laughs> yes. Zanzibar, yeah. So in this pocket dimension, within a pocket dimension, I guess, um, <laughs> the... Yeah are the spirits of the three ghost children who had previously been taken by the bell dam. They refer to her as the bell dam. Uh, they're the first people to refer to her as that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after this, I think the cat does and Coraline definitely does. Yeah. Well, cause now she's got a name for it besides other, other mother. mother. Yeah. yeah. Cause she's like, well, she's not my other mother. Like, nope. yeah. And then, uh, how does Coraline get out of there? YB uh, comes in. Oh, that's right. Other YB. Yeah, other YB yeah. who can't talk, um, which is the improvement. <laughs> yeah, that's the better the better world version of <laughs> is, he, is he'll shut up. Yeah. Because yeah, YB talks a lot. Yeah. He's a goof. Um, yeah. But yeah, other YB like rescues her mm-hmm. uh, after the the ghost children talk to her and they're yeah. like, "Well, she took our eyes and you mm-hmm. know whatever." 
Yeah, because yeah. she's like, why can't you just leave? And they're like, you know, she has her eyes. We can't leave without her eyes. Because magic. Yeah, because magic yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Our souls are tied to an eye apiece. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, that's the thing. is, like when she has to recover them, she's only recovering one, one eye, eye for, 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 for per ghost. ghost. Yeah. yeah. Which is usually less than the average person would have. Well, yeah, even as spirits, they're depicted as having two eyes apiece. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just think it's, you know. Yeah. I, must... I think it's too late in the movie to introduce a six-item hunt. Yeah. yeah. I must si- save these Cyclopean ghost children. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's like, uh, is it Koshiai, K- K- the Deathless? He hid his heart in an egg in a chest in the bottom of a well or whatever. It's kind of like that. Like, it's their souls are tied to this eye that's hidden disguised as a thing. Right. Uh, all throughout the, the other world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but YB, you know gets her out of there and she flees back to the real world mm-hmm. um and then she goes to see uh spink enforceable well she realizes she doesn't have her parents that's right when she comes back the parents are gone uh yeah. her mom was gonna get groceries oh. uh yeah and the groceries she found were all like rotted and stuff yeah. but like she hears a knock at the door and she's like oh you're home it's just other it's the regular, regular yb yeah and that's when she tells him about uh the one little girl with the braids, uh, being yeah. his grandma's twin sister. Yeah. Um, and how, like, oh, and about the other world and everything. And he's just like... Yeah, he she... tells... She tells him everything. Like, yeah. She's like, and this, and she's like, and you, you don't yeah. have to take it from me. You can ask the cat. Right. And he's like, you are crazy. Yeah, he's just like, bitch, you nutty. <laughs> like... Yeah, and then but then to be fair, she does throw her shoes at him. Oh, yeah, no. Like, which he... is the least the least effective way to get someone to take you seriously. Right. I, yeah. I remember writing. Who throws here. a shoe? I, I was going to do. Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> Who throws a shoe? Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> uh, I remember writing here, um, like, why be you dumbass? But also I get why. You yeah, yeah, she's yeah. crazy because like she seems fucking insane yeah like anybody that hasn't been through what she has been through would just be like so when's are we gonna institutionalize you <laughs> um, didn't you yeah. forget to take some of your brain medication yeah, yes. brain medicine why he does have a igor vibe to him oh well it's a lot of the hunching over yeah, yeah he hunches over his like, head is help. always at like yeah. a 45 degree angle yeah just, yeah, Core he's definitely eye. got, like, uh, goon posturing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh-huh. You, sir, have goon posturing. Uh-huh. Use it. Sorry. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. Go with God. Listeners, please. <laughs> yes. Throw that one around. Yes. Um, so, yeah, she realizes, well, then, she, then she sees the, uh, the, the parent's car. It's a VW bug. Uh, and she's like, oh, hey, you're back. Oh, and there's nobody in the car. Mm-hmm. She, her cell phone's in there, she picks it up and calls her dad, it goes right to voicemail, so she's really, you know, now starting to worry, mm-hmm. uh, and then she goes to Spink Enforceable. Yep. And, you know, they're doing, they're doing their thing, but, yeah. um, they, that's when they make the adder for her, they, they wheel out more of the bowls of solid fucking fossilized taffy. Yep. And I don't think it's that they made it, I think it's that they hid it in the taffy. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because, like, she was just Yeah, it seems like a solid stone, and it's one color. It's not, like, green and pink and whatever the fuck else. Yeah. So that's possible? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it was just hidden in there, because 
unless it formed like a taffy diamond. Right. Yeah, that's what I read. From it was age it was, and <laughs> it was Michelangelo carving David. All, all he said, all he had to do was cut away everything that wasn't David. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, but yeah, one, one of them stabs it with like a knitting needle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Until yeah. Yeah, there's okay, a good like you think they're. I forget which one it is, finger forcible, but you think they're going to stab Coraline, Spink. and then yeah, then it's just like yeah, and, yeah, and it just powders the taffy, and then she reaches in and pulls out this adder, which he yeah, has a rounded, cornered, triangular stone. It's green. It's kind of a marbleized green mm-hmm. with a hole in the center. Yeah. And uh, then the two of them start arguing about. It's good for bad things. And she's like, no, it's good for lost things. Uh, speaking yeah. forcible back and yeah. forth. And Coraline's like, so I'm going to go yeah. uh, with my magic rock now. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then she goes to bed with her, uh, with the little like fake dummy parents she made. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, she's woken up in, I'm assuming the middle of the night by the cat who's just like, I know where your parents are, and she's just like, bitch, what? Yeah. Follows him to the same mirror, but in her world, and uh, in it are her parents, but, like, frozen, shivering, like, help me, and she... Yeah, they write help me backwards in the fog of the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Which she freaks out, breaks it, and she's just like, well, I guess I gotta go fucking save them now. After finding a doll of both of them. Yeah. One side, it's the dad, other side, it's the mom. She burns that little shit. Yeah. Implay. Yes, Eden play. Yes. But, yeah, so after all that, she goes back into the other world. Like, Yeah, well, I mean, she has a whole thing of, like, gearing up. Oh, yeah. And almost doesn't take the rock, but she knocks it down and puts it in her bag. Yep. Yep. She can't forget that rock. Fortuitously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, you feel like if somebody gives you a magic item or whatever, you'd just, like, take it with you. Yeah. It's like, like hmm. on, you know, like make a point of that being on your list. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to stuff like uh, magic and everything, the first person you should be listening to is the crazy old ladies yeah, that live downstairs. A, if you're in a position where things, again, listener, if things have suddenly gotten really magical, then yeah. If two crazy old, you yeah. know, tea leaf reading biddies in your, in your building who are yeah. like, super nice and have a bunch of taxidermy dead dogs and shit and they're a little kooky if they're like hey here's a magic rock hold on to it right it's probably gonna be really important same deal with bobinski and the mice yeah. if a strange vaguely baltic man is that does crazy acrobatics is telling you that the mice said to stay away from something yeah stay the fuck away yeah, from if it you, if you've suddenly been like okay. hey i found a found a, a magic world and a bunch of uh, you know and my 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 neighbor said his mice told me not to go in it yeah. you should probably take that warning so we have our three rules for when shit gets magical Okay. The hate watch, great watch. Three rules for when shit gets magical. All right, I'm on it. Rule on number it. one: yep. don't eat anything. Do not eat. Do not starve. Eat. Dead dove. Do not eat. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> exactly. Rule number two: if old, you know, magical. Yeah. If anybody if gives you yeah. a ma- anything they yeah. say is a magic item, just pocket it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Pocket it. Trust that it will come in handy later. Worst like, case scenario, yeah. you have a useless rock in your pocket. Yeah. At least it's pretty. Yeah. 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 You've got space. Yeah. When you, if you survive, yeah. you can sell that shit on Etsy. Right. Like, you probably don't have, like, such a severely limited inventory that you cannot take this magic whatever. So, no, go though, ahead. To be fair, Coraline is a girl, and girl's clothing has shitty pockets. Yeah. So she, she has a bag. Yeah, I know, she but I'm just saying, like... <laughs> 
because that's how you gear up when you're a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You bring but out like she should have rambled up. Bring with out like your tactical purse. God, yeah. Um, and she then, should have been like tying her mom's purse like around her waist. And then rule number three is listen to the talking animals. Yeah. Always listen to talking animals. Yeah. I mean, at no least matter what you're on, don't on. dismiss it out of hand. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're sober or not so much. Oh yeah. If there's no, a there's talking a, animal, you should a, probably listen to it. There's a lot of uh, yeah magical crossover with the uh, the dr- drug and uh, you know inebriation induced uh, levels of reality so pay attention yeah mm-hmm. but yeah so those are the three rules for when shit gets magical yep. yeah brought to you by hate watch great watch yeah you're welcome exactly if you survive a really fun experience and you want to write to us stay tuned <laughs> to the end of the podcast we'll give you our contact information <laughs> uh if our rules helped you in any way please stay tuned if our rules hurt you in any way you're also right in yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. probably a good story yeah. yeah i'm a toad now and it's all your fault yeah <laughs> Luckily, I can still type. <laughs> With my <laughs> just toad feet. Yeah, I just have a problem getting my fingers unstuck from the keys. God forbid something's across the board. I have to hop all the way there and hope for the best accuracy. <laughs> you will notice I didn't type welcome because the W and E were right over here, but then the L was all the way over there. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of. Short brevity. It's brevity. It's the, yeah. It's the, yeah. Brevity is the soul of toad wit. Yeah, that's true. Magical toad typing. Wit. Yeah. To any toad listeners listening in, we are sorry for our insensitive comments. At the end of the podcast will be our contact info if you have some beef. It's true. We're sorry. Also, to any banana slugs that don't want us talking about their sex life. To or any hedgehogs. banana slugs. Okay, I thought you said toady banana slugs, and I was like, who is that? Why oh, do I not know this person? My, he has to come on the show my old My old buddy, Tony banana Tony slugs. Banana slugs. <laughs> he works at the Cheese Steak Factory. That's right. I said Cheese Steak Factory, because this is shit. Billy. This is Billy. Oh, oh God. Fuck me. I just imagined... I... Oh. Oh man! Suddenly, I have to write an entire story just about Tony Banana Slugs. Tony Banana Slugs. You're fucking welcome. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> I'll credit you, Allison. Don't worry. <laughs> I've done that before. I've used somebody else's concept to do a thing. I really, yeah. I you really think... think he sounds like John Travolta. Yeah, <laughs> he would sound like John Travolta. Hey, come on. <laughs> Jesus anyway, I'm walking here. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Tony Banana Slugs. Tony Banana Slugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, now it's just Fonzie. I know. Yeah, that's just Fonzie. <laughs> that's a different guy. Ow. Better. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> hey. That's you gotta, funny, man. You gotta shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you land among the stars. You know, said that. But if it's the sun, though. Tony Bananas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. What was that thing that you were super angry about recently? <laughs> that was. Every day is a great day to have a great day. Yeah. What useless fucking hollow, empty fucking platitudes. I hate uh-huh. that bullshit. Yeah. It's like, don't tell me, oh, it's a great day if you make it. Like, sometimes you get splashed by a fucking yeah. dirty-ass puddle on a rainy-ass day. Every day is and... a great day to have a great day. Oh, what a lovely doily. I'm going to wipe my ass with it. No. <laughs> every day isn't a great day, because if every day were a great day, it'd just be a fucking day. 
We need bad days for great days. Well, no, what we're saying is every day could be a great day if you just let it. It's like, it's not always up to me. Because if it was, forward all my mail to Easy Street. But that's not happening. They probably just found the right kind of brain medicine. Brain medicine. But yeah. Alcoholism? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just how we're doing it. <laughs> it's cheaper. Oh, yeah, you're right. I was going to say. Microdosing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If any listeners can uh, help me out with some microdosing, <laughs> please stay tuned to the end of the podcast. We'll give you our contact info. <laughs> um, so she heads back. She gears up as much as she can. It's a little like, uh, it's kind of like when Gizmo gears up in uh, the second Gremlins. He gets puts on his little Rambo headband and he's getting ready to wage war. I do not remember that scene. It's cute. <laughs> but uh, Real missing. <laughs> we love Gizmo. Yeah, we are also pro-Gizmo on this podcast. Um, but yeah, really? uh yeah, she has her bag loaded up with, you know, as much stuff as she's got the gardening shears and yeah. uh, the, the, the adder stone. Yep. And anything else? That yeah, a couple, couple of hat. other random things. Yeah, her hat. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and she heads back through. The, the effect in the portal between the worlds is really cool. I really like it. It's like a oh. cloth hallway that uh, accordions out away from the mm-hmm. camera as the camera moves yeah. forward. Yeah, if really you've ever neat. seen those little, like, um fabric like play tunnels they do for kids where it's got like a a gigantic fucking spring no it's great yeah it's like watching one of those open Mm -hmm. from the inside yeah there's light like dappling across the outside of it yeah it's it's great Mm -hmm. i really like the way that looks Mm -hmm. Um, yeah there's similar stuff in um like nightmare before christmas has similar stuff but i really like the look of this a Mm -hmm. lot Yeah. Yeah, yeah especially how like at the start it's like all bright and colorful and like beautiful but then towards the end it's like Oh, this bitch has cobwebs and all these abandoned toys that yeah, nobody it's like knows. Dusty and gross well, and there's yeah. like three there's shoes and shit. Right. Well, there's weird logic, like magic logic to some of it cuz like she's only ever gone through it from the one direction from regular universe to other universe. Right. Oh, uh, and yeah. And she goes to sleep and wakes up back home. She's right. never actually traveled back through. So when she actually mm-hmm. does travel back through the door, it's never been yeah. used. No yeah. one's ever left that right. way. Yeah. So that's why it's it looks very different, cobwebby yeah. and it's got yeah. all kinds of toys like gummed up in it mm-hmm. and it's really creepy. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Even when she's like to go back to what yeah. we were, like when she's going back, it's like. It doesn't have the toys anymore, but it is still, like, pretty cobwebby. It's just not brightly lit. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it is almost like two different... Okay, yeah. Yeah, also, usually she, like, for the first couple of visits, she's following mice. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't think we mentioned that. Yeah, that's right. Because, yeah. yeah, he's got little, like, they look like the kangaroo rats in Australia to yeah. me. Yeah. They're called jumping mice. Oh, okay. Well, no, in the movie. Yeah. They're very yeah. cute. Yeah. And some of the best animation in the movie is because of them i feel like oh yeah a lot of the like i mean like they have their whole like sequence and stuff is mm-hmm. like real crazy yeah i yeah. love the um babinski show it's probably one of my favorite like bits of animation in the whole movie yeah yeah it's like him in the center with like this you know spiral walkway mm-hmm. of mice like performing yes. this intricate dance yeah, and, and yeah. it's like at the start the core lines that they spelt out with like their bodies yeah with their yeah. tails and their, yeah, it's their very whole performance cool. is fucking great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. They got little mouse-sized drums. They got little yes. mouse-sized trumpets. It's so the the main one has a hat. Yeah, yes. I the, thought I thought. Oh, I guess just the one has the hat. I thought he was like the yeah the, yeah, the band yeah. leader one. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe his hat's bigger. Yeah. Anyway, um, they're doing a little mouse somersault. <laughs> it's great. We didn't talk enough about that scene. <laughs> it's a good scene. Um, so. 
yeah, she goes back over. Uh, she she briefly she talks to the cat. The cat, you know, advises her to challenge the other mother to a game. Yeah. And he's like, she won't play fair. Yeah. But she probably can't resist. But it. she yeah, yeah. But she won't say no. Yeah. So it's you know it's very like you at least know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. It's that old thing of like you know, trapping the devil or whatever. Yeah. Where like. Yeah. Yeah. Can't say no to a bet or yeah. Any right. of that. Yeah. They like yeah. a challenge. Yeah. Um. So the the game is she wants she wants to find her lost parents obviously but she also wants to find the eyes of the ghost children mm-hmm. which again is only one eye per kid. Um. And she has like however long to do it. Yeah. And I mean, uh, functionally. It becomes however long it takes for the shadow of a button to move across the moon. Which is so excellent and creepy. Yeah. Um, But I don't know, like... I think the stipulation was just like, you know, oh yeah, I have to find these things tonight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, the the eclipse becomes like a visualization of the time running out, because time doesn't pass. Right. It's always night. Right. So. It's not like the sun's coming up, so yeah. Yeah. Um... And the clue she gets from other mother is that like in each of these uh, wonders, three yes. in the three wonders I built for you, yeah, uh, uh, they're hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she doesn't really know what that means, Coraline, at first, uh, and then she like looks out the kitchen window and sees the garden, which earlier the other father had been out in the garden when he was hungry as a pumpkin. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's on this like motorized it, it looks like a mantis yeah, tractor yeah like a praying mantis but mechanized yeah and it's, it's and it was like watering uh yeah, rows of plants and stuff yeah and, it's kind of like an all-purpose gardening vehicle type thing yeah i guess it was probably like hoeing and planting and watering yeah. and like you know so like these bluebells or something were springing up behind it yeah yeah, yeah. um so she looks out and sees that garden and she's like oh goes out she's kind of looking around doesn't really know what she's looking for at first um the well uh like the stones in the well part like a mouth Mm -hmm. and um tendrils come out more like snapdragon-y tendrils and they try to grab her and she has the the pinking shears and she it's not pinking shears it's gardening shears gardening shears what's pinking shears pinking shears the ones that make the like uh zigzaggy lines oh yeah it's if you're working with um, fabric that unravels, gotcha, gotcha, it gotcha. helps prevent it from unraveling. But yeah, so cuts. she has she has the gardening shears, the pruning shears, <laughs> yeah. And right. she snips them; they all retract back into the yeah. well, and the well leaves her alone. And then um, so the hummingbirds, which look more like bees now, yeah. or sound more like bees, like they try to take her bag. No, no like, they the, try uh, to take the stone. Outer, yeah. Oh, they try to take the stone out of the bag. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's right. And she hits them with her hat, which is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, she and she's like, just like, "Oh, what is this?" She thing Captain America's do? it. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, and they they fall, and they you know they're leaking sand because they're not real. They're all creations of the other mother. Yeah, they're like sawdust filled yeah. or something. Right. And she goes, "Why did they try to take this?" And then she finally thinks to look through it. And then she sees that all the color vanishes when you look through the hole in the center of the adder stone. Yeah. And as she pans around, she sees a glowing red beacon. And she's like, oh, that's the, the ghost eye. And when she pulls the rock away, uh, it's the, the gear shift control on that uh, yeah, mantis like, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the knob on the shifter. <laughs> yeah, which 
who else is on it yep. but the other father? Yeah, other father who's looking rough. He is uh, slightly, like, deflated. Oh, no, yeah. he's a pumpkin now. Yeah. To but, go back to... Yeah, he's clearly more pumpkin. Like, his shirt is riding up. He's yeah. fatter. But, oh, like, no, he's like a literal pumpkin. Yeah, his belly. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. That like, his shirt's see, yeah. riding up, and you can see that he's, like... Because we've seen him, and he's, yeah. like, fatter. He's lean. You know, very lean. Looks like, yeah. looks like regular dad. Yeah. Right. But then he was, like, a little droopier and fatter and whatever, and now you see that it's, you know, his shirt's riding up and he's an actual pumpkin. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, and the, the the Mantis thing, like, goes after her, and, and other fathers, like, actually apologizing. He's like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. She's making me. Yeah. Um, and the uh, she, she backs up over the bridge. The Mantis thing goes up, and it's, like, pincer arm, forearm things are, like, banging in the bridge, and they make it collapse. And it falls into the like water underneath, mm-hmm. and uh, as it's falling, the other father pulls the gear shift knob off and hands it to her and yeah. says like, "You know, take this." So that's cool mm-hmm. and really scary. Oh yep. yeah, uh, very. It's such a great design <clears throat> for. <clears throat> Prey mantises are just scary, <laughs> in yeah. general. Yeah. Then the second uh, she decides, oh, I, I know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm just... the world's very small. She mm-hmm. knows that, so she goes to uh, uh, Spink and, and Forcible's yeah. yes. other Spink and other Forcible's apartment. Which is out of order from the way she'd originally visited them, but yeah. Yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's got to hit all three in general. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Um, and they are inside cocooned in a giant taffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are taffy. Yeah, and they are taffy and yeah. they are intertwined. Yeah, and all and the dogs are... Bats. They're bats. They're bat dogs. It's great. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, they're hanging from. Oh, that's the one of the other things she brought was a flashlight, mm-hmm. which she's using yes. here. Yeah. That was another thing that was in her bag. Yeah, and she like shines at them, and they're just like, yeah, the, "How the, dare you awaken me?" Yeah, the twin taffy monster when she when she finds the you know ghost eye and reaches in to get it, tries to pull it out, and the the the, the twin taffy monster is like you know, holding on to it and then yeah, it starts grabbing it's her. It's trying to drag her into the yeah. cocoon with them. Yeah, it's like, um, get it back, thief, thief, get yeah. back. And so she uses the flashlight to wake up the dogs. She shines the light and she throws it at them and they swoop down at her and she like sort of like lays out of the way and they collide with the taffy creature and everybody gets all tangled up and mm-hmm. then she takes the ghost eye and bails. Yep. yep. Which is good thinking. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then finally... Uh, she goes upstairs to uh, Mr. B's apartment. He's just like a bunch of clothes. Yeah, he's yeah. even more deflated than the yeah. other father was. Yeah, like it's almost like a scarecrow, but with nothing in it. Yeah, <laughs> his know? hat is down over oh. the collar. and Yeah. And before she even gets in, she sees YB's clothes hanging from where the flag is. Oh, yeah. that's right. Um, that's right. Yeah. So YB's dead. <laughs> Yeah. Well, other YB. Yeah. Yes, yeah. other YB. He's been uh, erased. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, she goes in, and yeah, the the suit is sort of like flopping around and rolling around, and you know everything, and talking to her, mm-hmm. and it sort of doesn't know what's going on, and it's kind of sad. Like, yeah. It's weird, and then um, she uses the Adderstone and sees that the light is coming from inside of you know the clothes. Mm-hmm. So when she goes over and like lifts the hat up, it's uh, the the lead rat. Yeah, all the mice have turned into rats, which we kind of saw before with the cat eating one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was trying to sound an alarm. Yeah, um, and so yeah, all the mice are now rats, and the lead rat's got like I circus guess it's, ball. yeah, it's like a circus. Yeah, so it's got like a little star on it and stuff, and yeah, 
they're running off with it. Yeah, uh, and then all the rats like start running out, and it, it the lead rat with the hat on and holding the circus ball is like backpedaling on a wheel of cheese out the door. Yeah, it's really funny and like yeah. crazy. And for some reason, well, she gets tripped and everything, but like for some reason, she decides of all the things to throw the adder stone. Yeah. And the rat, because it's a circus performer, just jumps over it yeah. and then lands back on the block of cheese and doesn't miss a step. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's gone, and the stone is gone, and she's afraid she'll never find it. Yeah, um, it, yeah. She's on, is... she's on the uh, stairs, and they collapse. Yeah, yeah as well. They, yeah, yeah, they fall yeah. down, and Knock then she, her out. yeah, she sort of like comes to and realizes that like she's run out of time, and uh, the the, sh- the button shadow f- covers the moon. And she's kind of given up, and then uh, the cat shows up and drops the dead ass rat. Yeah, <laughs> yep, just the head, fucking yeah. Godfather. Yeah. yeah, with uh, with all the sand leaking out of it, yep. and the and and the ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I told you, I fucking hate rats." Yeah, yeah. I told you, I don't like rats under the best circumstances. Yes. Yeah, yeah he doesn't swear. No, he, no. We've been doing some swears. This God. movie doesn't have swears. It's only rated PG. If Keep yeah. David could just swear. Oh, he's, <laughs> there's, there's other there's other Keep David movies for that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, you can find swears oh, yeah. for your soundboard, oh, yeah. internet. Yeah, but they're not in here, unfortunately. Um, and then the yeah the button fully eclipses the moon, and that begins to unmake the world. Yep. Which is so great looking. I know. Because yeah, it it begins to sort of unravel mm. like burlap or something yeah. like a fabric, and yeah. then like yeah. fade to that like sort of pattern, and then it just like vanishes into white. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it like crumbles like ash. Yeah. Because everything goes gray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As she's like collecting the ghost eye, all the color leaves that area. Yeah. yeah. Um. So when when she picks up the last ghost eye, all the color is like dis- disappears from the outside of the house, and then everything outside starts to disappear. So she runs back into the house mm-hmm. uh, the and cat. slams the door. Yeah. And yeah. even in there, everything is falling apart. The wallpaper's peeling. It looks yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. So it's 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 gorgeous and like very very creepy. Mm-hmm. So. This leads us into the final confrontation with the other mother. Yeah, the only room that doesn't have, you know, these ill effects is the other mother's chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, as I mentioned before, is, like, kind of oogie-boogie-ish. She has all mm-hmm. this insect, uh, like, furniture, like, chest of drawers that looks like a big beetle. And, like, her uh, table looks like a, you know, grasshopper or whatever. And, like, yeah. Right? She's got, like, chairs that look like uh, lightning bugs or something. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. And, yeah, and all this, and, uh, she, uh, who tells her to, to trick the other mother? Or to, you the know ghost kids. Yeah. Oh, is it the ghost kids? Yeah. Okay. How do they do that? Like, they're, the, the whole deal was that she had to find both the eyes and her parents, and she's found the eyes, but she hasn't yet found her parents, mm-hmm. and, yeah, the ghost kids, like from within one of the eyeballs are just like she'll never let you leave you have to trick her yeah that's yeah. what it is she like holds the eyeballs up yeah the ghost eyes um, um so then other mother's like where are your parents and she's like i know exactly where they are they're behind that door and she's like no the they're little, not the little door yeah. that would lead yeah. back to regular world right yeah when she first re-entered the other mother got one of the rats to get the key from the other side because mm-hmm. there is only one key and then swallowed it. Yeah. Yeah. So she has the key pretty permanently. Yeah. That's yeah. why you have to trick her to get back out. Right. So, yeah, the other mother's like, okay, well. and yeah. Well, I'll show you. Then. Yeah. And she goes over and she hocks up the key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And while 
that's happening, uh, Coraline looks over and sees their parents are in one of the snow globes, specifically yeah. the uh, Detroit Detroit Zoo. Yep. Yeah. But she pockets that in her bag. Yep. Yeah. And the other mother opens the uh, the door and she's like, "See, there's nothing in there." And then Coraline throws the cat at yep. the other mother yep. without giving the cat any warning nope. at all. No. No, she apologizes later, but yeah. it's like, God damn. You know what it reminds me of? What? Uh, it reminds me in the Gunslinger, when Roland has to defeat Court, uh, and he uses his Falcon, David. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. And the, and, the, and the Falcon dies. Yeah. Because the only way that he could distract Court long right. enough to defeat him. Yeah. It's kind of like that, except the cat lives. Yeah. That's way sadder. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely. Yeah, uh... Oh, Stephen King, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he'll do up. that. Yeah. <laughs> Not as bad as George R. R. Martin, but he'll do it. He doesn't seem to get off on it as hard as what it is. <laughs> but also, Dark Tower's done. Yeah. Just saying, those books are written. He wrote those. Yeah, he wrote those. And he wrote, he's been pumping them out ever since. Yeah. Uh, still waiting, George. Um, Apparently I'm one behind, but like, I'm not feeling a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> They're all 700 pages. Well, also he spends way too much time talking about the food. He's a hungry boy. I know. <laughs> One sympathizes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's great that uh, the cat claws off the other mother's button eyes. So now she is like her, I guess her final form, or maybe it's like her final earthly form or whatever. Um, I don't know. Because do yeah, she's kind of like, I mentioned, kind of spidery. She has mm-hmm. like eight elongated but human legs like they end in like human feet right you mm-hmm. know with like high little, heels yeah little little uh red booty heels yeah, yeah. and like and she's kind of wearing like a tatter tatters of a dress but her like torso is elongated a bunch that makes it segmented her arms everything's real long her neck is like real crazy her hair is like a weird pointed design and, mm-hmm. yeah but her face is like a uh baked china doll like, yeah but like cracks everywhere yeah um mm-hmm. and so the the cat rips her eyes off and that just makes the face just look even scarier yeah, yeah. Just um and her hands are yeah the mechanical yeah like sort of edward scissor hands sort of the terminator yeah, arm yeah but, but they're, they're sewing, sewing components yeah. yeah um so she's trying to fight the the cat and while while, while they're fighting and they're distracted Coraline makes a break for the door but the other mother like stamps her foot and the floor collapses into a spider web. Yep. It's great. It's, it looks yeah. so good. Yeah. It's hard to, it's a visual thing and it's hard to describe it, but like. Just watch the movie. Yeah, man. please watch That's the movie. That's what this is all about. Watch but yeah, it. as it falls away, it looks so cool and so scary and, and crazy. And it's just, you know, white nothingness because mm-hmm. it's a pocket, you know, nothing dimension. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Coraline, like, lands the bottom of it. The other mother, like, you know, throws the cat, the cat lands on some furniture, and the other mother dives down at Coraline, mm-hmm. who, like, scampers up the outside of it. Yep. Um, and, you know, she gets most of the way up, uh, her bag gets snagged at one point, and she has to, like, yank it to get it off the spider web flooring yeah. stuff. Uh, which, just like a spider in a web, the other mother now knows where she is, yep. mm-hmm. and starts climbing super fast, yeah. and it's, again, very <laughs> fucking scary yeah. for yep. a kid's movie. It's awesome. Yeah, she gets into the little door and is trying to shut it, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the, you know, she gets her like the other needle hand yeah. in, 
Yeah. And so, you know. Well, the other, yeah, she's got a hand on the door and a hand on the frame, and she's trying to pry it open some mm-hmm. more. Yeah. And then um, the ghost children, all, all their hands come out of one of yep. their eyes, yep. like, individually, and help pull the door shut. Ghost yeah. assist. Yeah. And I was like, all right. But, yeah, as they pull it shut, it, like, lops off one of the hands at the wrist, yeah. Evil Dead style. Yep. And then, you know, and I was just like, listen. You know you gotta kill that hand. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as as you know, Coraline starts like backing up through mm-hmm. this. This is the very like cobwebby, tattered you know uh, corridor. It starts to collapse down towards her. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, the other mother's just screaming like, "Don't leave me! You're gonna kill me!" Come I back! Need... Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she's like shaking the door. Mm-hmm. And lights are flashing on the other side of yep. it. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so Coraline kicks out into the living room mm-hmm. uh, in, in the real world and locks it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then uh, then what? Uh, and then... She that's... sees that the snow globe is uh, broken. Yeah, and her parents walk in and they're like, oh, we're home. And like on them is snow that's like melting. And she's just like, oh my god, I missed you guys so much. They're just like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we about? were barely gone. Oh, you broke my snow globe. Yeah. yeah. And she's just like, you you guys did when you guys escaped. And they're just like, what are you what talking, talking about? about? She's like, you have snow on you. And they're like, we what? The... John Hodge was like, we what? <laughs> yeah. And they're just sort of like, ah, oh, you crazy kids. Yeah, oh, you Coraline, yeah. you crazy gooky kid. But they're in a good mood, because guess whose catalog is getting published? Or... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they can pay they attention to her. They got the big catalog account. Yeah, yeah. and they're going sure. out to eat. No more <clears throat> Yeah, slime. no more dad's awful food. Oh, God. Because, like, listen, I cook, I cook at home. I cook, very, I cook a lot of vegetables and stuff. Yeah. They always look way better than that. Yeah. <laughs> That's just some green-ass slime. That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, she literally said, they're trying to poison me. Yeah, She's yeah. not wrong. Yeah, it does look like slime. I had Even that... that casserole looks like it's mostly gelatin, which mm. makes me just want to barf. <laughs> I had that growing up where my dad was a lot better cook than my mom. Mm. and I had a, I had a friend sometimes... whose mother uh, almost, I don't know if it was like, like a bet, or if she ever didn't do this, the curse would, you know, happen, but, like, she only cooked beige food. <laughs> oh. All the food was beige. I mean, Potatoes, I've... chicken, same color. You know, all, only vegetables that were that... Cauliflower. And, like, these are fine things. They also had no flavor, but the, everything, everything was beige. Oof. Yeah. I was like, just some broccoli, a string bean, anything, please. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, but it was, like... Sometimes she'd do fine, and then sometimes she'd do terrible. Yeah. And... But, yeah, real yeah. dad is not a good cook. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're going to go out to eat. Yeah. Hell yep. yeah. Yep. And they're planning a garden party. Yeah, they're going to invite all the neighbors. Mm-hmm. And mom got her the gloves. Yeah, that was sweet. I yeah. know. They tuck her in, like... and, and mom slides the box into the bed with her, and she, like, sees it and opens it up. It's yeah. the gloves. It's, I, I, I like that a yeah, lot. And she wears one to bed, and then the cat comes back, and he's just, like, mad at her, like, because he threw her at a witch. Yeah. And she's just like, I'm sorry, couldn't think of anything else. And he's just like, I ain't fine. Yeah. She puts the eyes underneath her pillow and goes to sleep, and in her dream are the little other yeah like, her dream ghosts. looks like uh like a van gogh yeah painting. yep oh, no it's gorgeous it, oh, night. Yep. oh my god it was so it's so good and it's yeah. it's, it's like and like for the end of the movie mm-hmm. it's such a nice like 
final surprise like mm-hmm. visual that you get. Yeah. You, you don't really right. get a, any kind of clue that like that's going to be a thing you see. Right. That's right. amazing. Even yeah. like the um ghost children like they are like pure gold like yeah. angel wings and everything and it's just like it's so pretty and like yeah. well done. When you see them or throughout the rest of the mm-hmm. movie they look like ghosts. They're yeah. semi-transparent. They kind of like shudder, you know, as they move mm-hmm. like yeah. uh, in and out of like focus yeah, they and have buttons for eyes. Yes, and now they look like kids but with angel wings and they're solid gold and but they're like firm and you can see mm-hmm. them and it's cool it's really nice yeah. yeah um yeah and they thank her but then they also say like well it's over for us we can go home but like you're still in danger because mm-hmm. you have the key and she won't stop yeah so Coraline, you know hops out of bed the cat tries to stop her yeah and she's just like no and like moves him with her foot which again Rule number three, listen to the animals. Right, you should have been like, okay, well then what do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. But like... He spent this entire movie not being wrong. Literally, like every single thing he said has been right up to this point. You probably listen when he says, hey, maybe not go to that well. He's clearly got your back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but she... I don't think this will turn out well. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah, uh, she's like, I have to get rid of this key. So that's when she sets off. She goes back up to the well, and as we mentioned uh, before, like, the well is surrounded by, you know, a fairy ring of, like, the little little mushrooms and stuff. Yep. It's real cool. Um, yeah. So she goes up, she pries it open, and she's gonna throw it down, but she's been followed by the hand, which clawed its way out of the door, you know, because yeah. it's, it's needles, so yeah. it kind of just, like, slid under and around the frame. Right. Yeah. Pulled itself out. And then an Evil Dead style fucking, you know, crawls, yeah. <laughs> crawls all madcap up the hill and attacks her and, it, you know, it's gonna, looks like it's gonna throw her or drag her into the well. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, it looks like it's gonna no. drag her back to the yeah. house. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, it had... The key is on a rope around her neck and mm-hmm. it, it had the key and it looks like it was gonna drag her back to the house via that. Right. Um, and... Here comes YB again yep. with his like bah, 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 cavalry horn yep. and his, uh, you know. This time with his sl- yeah. slug tongs. Yeah, slug tongs and his fucking makeshift slipknot mask and yep. uh, <laughs> on his bike. And he rides down and charges in and, you know, they fight the thing and they fight the hand and um, it knocks YB into the well, but he's holding onto the edge and it like needle pokes his hand. And he's mm-hmm. hanging by one hand, mm-hmm. and then as it's going to go for him again, uh, Coraline wraps it in... A blanket. A blanket. It's yeah. like a blanket she had wrapped around her, yep. right? Yeah. yeah. So, wraps it in the blanket, and, you know, it's, like, poking through, and it's, like, tearing its way out. Mm-hmm. And as it gets out, uh, YB crushes it with a rock. Mm-hmm. And she goes, okay, bundles it all up. He's like, I knew from uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors that this would probably work, ah! but <laughs> I wasn't sure. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, like, uh-huh. bundles yeah. it all up, yeah. the rock and the needles and stuff in the blanket, and ties it with the cord, uh, with the key on it, and mm-hmm. then they throw it in the well, mm-hmm. and they cover the well back up, and then our, like, post, you know, our pre-credit sequence, though, is, uh, the garden party. Yeah. And it's really nice. Coraline mm-hmm. made, uh, a bunch of pink lemonade for everybody. Yeah. Everybody's, uh planting tulips except for mr b who's, <laughs> who's pulling tulips out of the ground to plant beets yes <laughs> eat your beets kids yeah beets are great he says beet make you strong beets make Beet. you strong yeah yeah he's great he makes sure it's so good his performance yeah. is very fun in this yes yeah. and like also he tells uh Coraline the mice say that she's the hero you are the savior, savior. yeah that's so good <laughs> um 
Yeah, and then, uh, you know, like, Mom and Dad take a, a cup apiece off the thing, and, you know, Mr. B takes one, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, Spink and Forcible each take one. There's still two cups, and uh, that's when YB and his grandmother show up, and Coraline goes up to them. And this whole thing is, like, from Coraline's perspective, so yeah. you just see the tray, and you, you know, go from place to place as they are, like, removed, you know. Again, yeah. another point where that's so well shot yeah it's yeah. direction it's, it's yeah. really interesting mm-hmm. and it, it, it gives the final scene like you know a nice button on it you know yeah. no, no pun intended but right. yeah it gives it like a, a something besides just being the scene you know right. yeah it's good um and you know the, the grandmother's like oh i haven't been here in you know years and mm-hmm. uh you know Coraline says i have so much to tell you yep and that's it and like yeah. it's really good yeah it's a good little ending, like... Yeah, and then, well, after that is the scene where the cat's just like, Haha, is it over, though? Yeah, it's the establishing shot, again, of the yeah. uh, Pink Palace, like, mm-hmm. road sign kind of thing. Right. Um, with the, the house in the background. And he's standing on top of the road sign, and he walks, like, behind the pole and disappears. Because, yeah. cat. Right. Um, yeah, and then the music starts, and the credits roll, and that's it. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, we talked a lot about, like, what we, you know, what we liked and everything about it. So, is any final thoughts there? Do you just want to go right to voting? I feel like Anything I... Anything specifically s- you didn't didn't mention or didn't get to? I'm trying to think. Here, I take, mean, take we didn't talk a lot about her um, other mother's transformation into... Like, she has, like, an actual fucking, like, werewolf, like, transformation yeah. scene. Yeah. And it's done... In stop motion, which is, like, I mean, that's kind of how you do a good one, even if you're doing, like, an actual werewolf scene. But, like, it's still, like, really impressive. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's, like, I think maybe, like, one or two, like, camera shifts that sort of cheat a little bit. But otherwise, like, it's really well done. Oh, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I I don't know, it's just so, like, seamless and, like... Yeah. Wallace and, like, the way, like, the camera, like, like you said, like, camera trick, but, like, it, like, pans with her as she grows taller. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, hits the, different. <laughs> there's, like, honestly, there's really not a, a scene in this oh. that doesn't have something in it that's, like, really impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, right. just tremendously impressive. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's less spectacular than some other stop motion things because you, we're doing the comparison between the drab real world and the more colorful fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're so, spending half your time being hyper realistic and then the other half your time having fun and it it's, splits it's not, your it's not necessarily hyper realistic, you know. but it is it's not as visually as poppy as like yeah. again like Nightmare Before Christmas where as soon as that starts you're in a fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's more grounded of a Yeah. But but I think like it has less visual like pizzazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's still so much like technical acumen mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Like a- everything looks uh, like incredible. Yeah. Like really, it, really, really great. It's a movie that makes the mundane look like spectacular. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, their kitchen set is really great. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, especially Indeed. like the other kitchen. Yeah, the other yeah. kitchen is fantastic. Oh, yeah, like, it's so cute. But it, yeah, it's it's really great. But yeah, like I said, even you know, not visually super duper appealing things mm-hmm. are just incredibly well done. Like yeah. you know, hair looks good. Clothing yeah. moves realistically. Mm, sure. You know, like liquids and different textures and stuff all look really great. Yeah. And that stuff's hard to do. And yeah. like leaves on the trees rustling. And like I don't know how much of that might have been augmented with, you know, computer stuff or whatever, but yeah. it looked pretty, you know, belie- and yeah. honestly, since it was 
largely practical and at most augmented with CG, like, it works, like, for yeah. me. I, I don't think that it, it doesn't feel less impressive. Yeah, no, any any trivia that I've seen where it's like, oh, you know, the fake fur was used for grass and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's just, like, reinforced for me that, like, uh, you know, more than you, if, if you see it on screen, they probably had at least some kind of a physical mock-up for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I think, like, Leica, again, always, uh, there's all kinds of process videos for everything yeah. uh, on, online on their like social media and stuff. And like a lot of stuff that I would assume would be CG or whatever is not. Yeah. It's just, they, it's all like, they do is remove, you know, braces yes. and wires and stuff. Like, right. Oh, or these raindrops, yeah. they were really there. They're really like glycerin and raindrops. They just removed the wire that's holding it in place in this frame. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, we just got a fuck ton of dry ice and yeah. You yeah. Know. It's, and now we have fog or whatever yeah. the fuck they did. It's but like, astounding. yeah. Um, okay, so do you want to want to vote then? Yes. Uh, yeah, Riley, you brought this, so you can please, by all means, please. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure. Obviously, it's a great watch. Yeah. It's honestly like, like I said, it's one of my favorite movies, not just from my childhood, but just period. I think it has such a good balance, um, for everybody. Like. There's, I feel like it's one of those movies where there's something in it for everybody. Yeah. Like, even if it's just, like, something small, you're gonna enjoy it. Uh, even if, like, you don't enjoy the story, if you think it's silly, you don't really like scarier stuff like that, you can at least appreciate the hard work that went into yeah. creating it. And I honestly think it's one of those animated films that don't get nearly as much love as it should yeah it gets love but like from the people who are like this is underrated yeah 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 so this is definitely a great watch for me i think everybody should watch this film um and thank you for your time <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I, I, I have to second that i like everything Leica does i think is like just incredibly impressive in the um, world of pixar and disney we yeah. like a yeah I, I think it's it's super great and that they're sticking with you know doing stop motion at such a high level mm-hmm. yeah with a pretty uh pretty consistent turnout yeah. as well it's not you know impossibly long time between films which is even more impressive yeah they do what like every like two or three years yeah maybe? about what disney was putting out with animation yeah. you know when i was a kid like in the late 90s and stuff yeah and i i mean i don't know what the uh time is but i feel like it takes them like something on the order of like 18 months to be doing all this like fabrication and shooting yeah i would imagine so you know and then you're it also seems doing like editing more of a labor everything intensive else yeah process, oh, certainly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and yeah it seems less modular yeah well uh i mean they they do a bit of that but they don't necessarily like do only that because like i was telling you with like she's got like the 3d printed faces and stuff so there is bits that are like that but then also that's not the only technique that they're using so it and 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 they end up doing it very like realistically because also i think like there was something like they had a few hundred different faces for her or something so facial animation is like seamless it is literally like so smooth yeah so it doesn't look modular even though it is because there's like the small increments yeah it's not it's yeah. not uh, yeah it's not uh, it's not six faces yeah, yeah. it's not emojis yeah. where it's like is there an angry faces is there a happy face yeah yeah it's realistic 
uh, twitches and ticks and, you know, changes in, you know, eyes and like, you yeah, know. indeed. I think it's a great watch. Oh, okay. I don't know how much more to say that yeah, no. hasn't been said. <laughs> if you would like to follow us, the podcast on social media, you can do so at, uh, HWGW podcast on Twitter or Instagram, or you can write to us at write. Hey, watch great watch. That's W R I T E H W G W at gmail.com. Uh, and write us with any of those things I asked for, uh, what? Oh, if you survived or maybe survived but not Perfectly, fully intact. Not flawlessly. Uh, <laughs> from a magical experience. Due to our rules. Due to our three yes. rules. Please write in. Um, something, something, Josh Gad, please write in. Uh, <laughs> anything else that I asked for? I don't remember. We asked for a lot. Yeah, we're, we were trying to establish a rapport with our yeah. listeners. Please write in. You have a question, you have a comment. You uh, really want us to talk about a, a specific movie? Right in. Uh, I'm not saying we're going to do everything you ask, but we'd like some feedback. Give us some shape. Sure. Toads, I think, was another one. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. keep the toads in. Toads, Yeah. Hey, contact if, Hate Watch Great Watch. If you ever get to the end of the episode, and I'm like, oh yeah, and I asked you to write in about this, and you're like, I don't remember them doing that, and it means I probably cut something out, write in. Yeah. yeah. I probably have that audio somewhere and I can send it to you and yeah. you'll be like, oh, I see why you cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you have to do the blooper reel. Yeah, I'll call it the B-sides and rarities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Riley, uh, would you like to put, your, put yourself out there in any way, shape, or form to our listeners? Want no, them to email okay. you or follow a social media account or yes. support a band that you're in or anything? <laughs> Um, I don't... It's July. <laughs> you might be in a band by now. Who knows? <laughs> Probably, knowing the way my life has been going. Um, <laughs> but... I'm in two. Hell yeah. <laughs> Girls to the front. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Ooh. Okay. Technically, our uh, intro and outro music is Ceremonial, Ceremonial Rain. Rain. Yeah. Because it's us and, Could... and Mr. Bill Guinan, former yeah. and future uh, yes. guest. Bill Ceremonial Rain is us and Bill, and Silver Armadillo is us and Bill and Keith. Hell F- yeah. Future guest. Yeah, future guest. Ooh. Keith Bohm. Keith Bohm. What's up, K-Baby? <laughs> uh, okay, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, yeah, um, I never got the plug in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Gosh, Hunter. For, I, God. Sorry. Fuck me. Um, but... Girls to the front. <laughs> yeah, I got distracted by blowing my nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but if you would like to follow me on anything, I am on Instagram at Riley E-W-R-I-L-E-Y, all one word, no dots, no dashes. And also on Twitter at Generic Crab, G-E-N. However you spell generic. Yes. No, G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-A-R-A-B. Yes. I know how to spell. Wait. I am in college. C-A-R-A-B. Okay. Generic crab. Yes. So Not the, generic carb. So generic how, carb. How you That's going to be my Riley crab. parody account. It's genetic carb. No. Genetic carb. Wait, actually? <laughs> and ew relay. Somebody. Got it. <laughs> yes. Somebody please make these. I will personally give you a shout out. Oh, even, God. Yeah. But Twitter, generic crab. Instagram, ew Riley. Hopefully it's the same for Instagram. I'm not sure yet. I'm indecisive. But follow me on there, please. I'm right. begging you. Right on. Uh, well, thanks for suggesting this. This was this was a lot of fun. I haven't seen this in a couple of years. Yeah. And, like, yeah, we're probably definitely going to watch Missing Link now. Yeah. <laughs> Any excuse to watch Coraline is one I will take. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I would like the 
They Might Be Giants songs. I would like to know what those yes. are. We Might yeah. Be Giants. If you haven't already dropped them, drop them. Yeah. What are just, you doing? Just, just let me know. Yeah. The two that were in the movie are definitely uh, yes. when the dad's playing the piano and then the... Oh, for the, sure. The, yeah. Making the end, ending song. Yeah. Credit song. The credit song, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the other ones that they said they would probably, like, fold into other projects in yeah. the future, I would like to, I would just like to know what those are and w- which ones, if they're out right now, I can listen to. Yeah. Just curious. We'll see if I can Google around. All right. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, if we have the, any of that information by the time this, you know, uh, uh, by tomorrow when this goes up, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll share it's live. on social media. It's live. Uh-huh. Insert relevant pop culture reference for the past month. Yeah. I think it's Baby Yoda <laughs> dabbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby Yoda dabbing. Yeah, it's teenage Yoda. Uh, yeah. Oh. Preteen Yoda. He had a growth spurt, and he's going so, through puberty, yeah. and it's hell. Rip the <laughs> It's a team Yo- team team Yoda and team team Groot. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Crossover. They duke it out. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna make an axe out of baby Yoda's arm. Um. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> no. Not baby Yoda's arm. Everybody gets like a cyborg arm. <laughs> yeah, like everybody else in the Star Wars universe. Right? So there's a lot of like a robot arm. Oh, God. All right. Thanks All right. for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you. but I'm being forced to by my educators. Yeah. Oh, believe me, there's plenty of people on the internet that totally do. Yeah. And only some of them are blue. Stop. You're right. T- talking about Sonic uh, hentai. Oh, I was like, <laughs> Dr. Manhattan? Are we bringing no. this back again? <laughs> no. We love the internet. Sonic's a blue hedgehog. Right. He's very fast. In it's all probably, senses of the word. Yeah, I was going to say, it probably <laughs> makes those, uh, those very unsatisfying. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless his recovery time is just as quick. Although I bet uh when he comes it's just like a fountain of rings. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Coraline, can you insert that sound? <laughs> I was thinking about it. No. <laughs> well, in my head I just heard the beginning yeah. of fucking uh Emerald Emerald Hill Zone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, speaking of blue, Coraline, the hair. She's she's trying so hard, Allison, to get us back on track. <laughs> and you're over here like, hey guys, Sonic the Hedgehog fucks. <laughs> I mean, he probably does, though. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I will say... I mean, actually, I wait, I was going to say, there aren't even any female characters that I remember. There's like a whole bunch of uh, television... He literally has a girlfriend. There are a te- yeah. whole bunch of television series I've never seen because I don't give a shit. Yeah. And then in the game, there was that like rouge, like bat mm-hmm. girl thing. Oh, I don't. I don't think I played that. Oh, it's in. I forget the name of it. The... Honestly, I checked out after Knuckles. Yeah, yeah, it's post Knuckles. Yeah, but then I was like, oh wait, I have actually seen people talking about like the comics and the cartoons and other games where there are a bunch of characters, and I was like, I don't remember any of them. I... Is there like a big fat cat one? I don't remember. I maybe don't think so. I watched the cartoons a little bit as a kid, but I don't remember Big Fat Cat. Yeah, I can. Totoro. It's Totoro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this motherfucker yeah that's him she's got a totoro pencil case like yes. some kind of a nerd <gasps> it was a gift from my 
It was a gift from a nerd. Yeah, it was a gift from a nerd. (laughs) You know what? Just because you're right about that doesn't mean you have to say it. But okay. (laughs) Oh my god, she's got a gift from a nerd in her bag. (laughs) Stop. Oh, okay. Took me a second. Seal. Yeah. Like it's 2009. I'm getting bullied again. <laughs> Baby. Oh, I'm sorry. Riley. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Relay. Oh. Relay. God. <laughs> Karaoke me, daddy. Oh, oh my God. That's funny. That's so fucking stupid. I love it. Wait, no. I'm well, fucking, yeah, that's the... I'm fucking making buttons that say Karaoke me, daddy. <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. Jesus. Ah.